Hey there, you're listening to You Still Going On About That with Rob Israel and Joseph K. You can find us anywhere you can download podcasts. You could also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YSGOAT. Thanks for listening. I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. You still going on about? That. All right, Joseph. It's January 11th. Yes. It's the year 20. 293 it is we are living in the world of zardoz <laughs> still yes well we are um i don't know about we've, else. we've lost a fellow traveler on the zardoz path um diamond from diamond and silk uh shuffled off is that this like a coil is that like a 80s porn company diamond and Silk? no you're confusing diamond and silk with one of prince's many side projects from back in the 80s uh there's apollonia <laughs> six there's oh yeah oh yeah yeah what's that guy's name morris day in the time yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's not... i was getting next to the morris day in the time side project <laughs> yeah a lot a lot of people think that diamonds and silk uh were a, a prince Side project or a Morris Day in the band uh, tribute act. I always but... thought that's what people, women wanted back in the day. You know, after like Dave Wall, they want diamond, they want silk. Mm. Well, this is not this is not yeah all that diamond and silk were they were like a bizarre kind of um act. Uh, it was a weird weird mix. I mean, it's certainly a product of its time. But anyway, they're they were vehemently opposed to uh, well, vaccines I, let's say first of all real quick you know how yeah. people always talk about silk and like silk underwear yes terrible awful <laughs> why would anyone want to wear that true yeah yeah i actually i had well, way back in the day i had a pair of silk boxers and i yes. always kind of they were the last pair in my <laughs> yeah like the one i am it's either that or going commando when yeah. when i when it was time to wear the silk boxers i was like okay it's laundry day it's like <laughs> like you never wore them like gotta make sure that's that's the threshold yeah it was, um, in a coal mine. they were they were <laughs> They were just not comfy, you know? And uh, anyway, so... Um, All right, well, you know who wasn't comfy either? Mm, Diamond, Diamond and Silk. All right, so Diamond, Diamond. and Silk were... Uh, let's see, when Trump ran for president, yep. there was these two women, these two black women uh, that went viral. Uh, yeah, like yeah. This, like, act where they would just come out and, and defend Trump and, and yep. real, like, just obnoxious. They were, they were good Diamond at their shtick. Diamond did all the talking and Silk literally just went, mm, yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ditto. Yeah. Mega dittos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like she did literally nothing. She was like the hype woman and Diamond <laughs> did all the talking. Literally yeah. all the talking. And, and they didn't say anything good. It was it, like a Penn and Teller act. Uh, <laughs> uh, like a, yeah, yeah, I guess Penn and Teller, if, if Teller went, mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well um uh so she they they were they were regulars on the mega chud circuit they oh would yeah. all the they would be trump's opening act at all those rallies they had a show on this is where i think this is not fair and i'll defend diamond silk here they were famously recently fired from fox 
for uh, lying about COVID. Yeah. And I was like, wait, just them? <laughs> did the entire network be fired for lying about COVID? Yeah, it did I seem mean, selective enforcement. That's um, not fair. And, you know, we can go into other things of, like, how it's not fair they were fired. They all suck. I just thought right. that was, uh, yeah, that seemed weird. I was like, yeah, you guys really solved that. And they weren't like, they weren't even really on Fox. They weren't like some weird, like, internet show on Fox or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they they continued <laughs> the act and they love, you know, they hang out with like, you know, we're talking like Focaccio Blow. That, that oh, yeah. Rap, little MAGA rapper. MAGA rapper. Mm-hmm. There's a couple other weird chuds that like, Pull around the uh they're like amoras is that what it is the remoras a remora yeah hang around the giant fish and eat its bacteria yeah. yes yeah there's a couple of celebrities uh celebrities i use that in uh <laughs> air quotes yeah air quote but yeah they're just hideous people i mean the funny yeah. thing about them a little fact about them they were never republicans they actually no. were democrats and their show they, they, I guess they were struggling to do a YouTube thing, and their show uh, just never really succeeded until they realized, hey, let's just do the Trump yeah. thing. That's when they, they got were, all the attention because they were like, smart in that, and they got these, on early. Here, oh, Trump's a racist? What do you mean? There's two black women. They're they're like passionately defending everything about it. Yeah, they were good. They never had the racist? the charisma of like a gum gang. Or a Joker gang gang, but they were they were good. They were oh they, yeah, they were real good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah. think of a slightly less intellectual gum gang combined with like maybe a less charismatic Joker gang gang. Kind of like they would be regulars, probably on like Morton Downey Jr. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they, yeah. They would be regulars on like shows like that, like Maury. Uh, what? Maury Povich, uh, Use, useful idiots, you know. Yeah. Um, but Diamond back in around Thanksgiving got really sick, yes. And there was word going around that the, she had COVID and she right. basically yeah. it hit her hard and she died a couple of days ago, so she's yeah. been suffering from COVID since then. And uh, it's never been confirmed. They're incredibly now. This isn't like just anyone getting COVID. These people push anti-vax stuff constantly, push anti-COVID misinformation, just like any other right-wing chud does. Yeah, that that world. It was weird. I decided that sign that they're not gonna they're not gonna get vaccinated. I and who knows if she did or didn't. It's funny because the right keeps pushing these stories. About young people dropping dead. Somewhere. Yeah, and these people were supposedly vaccinated. Like, and the big, the big recent one was that football player who was yes. recovering now. And they said, "Oh, well, clearly it's because he was vaccinated." Right. Well, yes, these people. This woman dropped dead. I mean, supposedly she wasn't vaccinated. Yeah, I. You know, I looked <laughs> so you at their, play this game. I guess. <laughs> I looked at their tweets. Um, I, I did like an advanced Twitter search, and I looked at that account and put in like coronavirus and vaccine and a few things like that and they they had a weird evolution i look i just spent like 10 15 minutes doing this so I, i'm not going to say it was exhaustive research more, not, more than enough time on that yeah <laughs> um, shut up <laughs> i but it seemed like they were at first like saying coronavirus is no big deal 
And then when like Trump was like touting the vaccine, uh, Operation Warp Speed, they kind of were like, hey, you should you should get the vaccine. And then like they were like, no, the vaccines probably got robots in it. You know, it, it, they had like a whiplash journey through that part. So it was were they vaccinated or not? I mean, I, I could see them getting the first round when it first came out or whatever. But a lot of the a lot of the chugs were trying to find their footing. Uh, they weren't sure what to be outraged about. You know, they they knew they wanted to be outraged. Well, they about went something, full but, on anti-vax, and it's yeah. just so now Silk, yes, uh, who's left with who's going to continue the act, but it's just going to be her on stage, right? Going, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I don't know. I'm sure it'll be fine. I don't think. I don't think people are going to care. And I don't think it'll be like a hey, your act's missing something. Yeah, I always think that she should. Uh, you know, they say you shouldn't speak ill of the dead. Right. Well, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so I think <laughs> I think she should do like um, what do they call it, ventriloquist. Because <laughs> I said like, what if like diet? What if Silk was like the brain of the outfit and like yeah, you know, like her whole thing is like, well, I'm just gonna stand. You know, it's kind of like how like. What is it, Public Enemy? Everyone just assumed that uh, Flavor right. Flav was just this dumb hype guy. Who went, yeah. yeah, and they interviewed uh, what's his face, Chuck Chuck D. Chuck D. Yeah, and he said straight up, that guy's the guy who like writes all our music. Like, yeah, he's like a protege when it comes to like writing music and everything. Like, <laughs> so, like that could be the case. I mean, they could. It wouldn't stun me, and like I, I'll bet you. Silk was the good brain, numbers. and you know, she. So why not just replace her sister with a ventriloquist dummy? Take that shit on the road. Weekend at Diamonds, just like that's the name of the show. <laughs> you know, and like Weekend at <laughs> Yeah, they bring out her corpse, uh, and through a series of electrical shocks or something, you know, they and then there you go. That's just your gotta act. play her, like you know, just move her around and play. Yes. old clips because it's all gonna be the same bullshit anyway yeah not like oh my god they need to come up with new content yeah it is weird i i saw the debate like on on twitter and in you know some other different media the debate uh, well the debate as to like that's the thing is that afterwards you always get um <coughs> and this is kind of a phenomenon of progressives like half the people are saying like look this this really sucks that she was only 51 she died it was real preventable and you gotta feel bad that that a human life has been extinguished. Now, again, it could have been like like the right always likes to push. She had comorbidities. Well, she and had the, something wrong with her else. But you know what? She probably would be alive today, regardless if she had like let's say diabetes or something else. The co- the COVID's what killed her. Well, yeah, and then the but then the other half of the people are like, look, up until the day she perished, she was part of. This effort to organ to to put people at risk by right, spreading. she's no different than any yeah. of those like we used to talk about that like any of those shitty like uh, uh, preachers or whatever that would keep yeah. the churches open during COVID and they didn't care and they got all their people sick and then they get sick and it's like. So I mean, like I don't know. I mean, I, I'm kind of of two minds. Like it's like she's 51. That's real young. You yeah, know it I mean? sucks. She, she she's basically a peer. Yeah. Right. Um, and uh, the other thing too is like okay, so now that uh, finally I've been seeing uh, 
Silk, I guess, does all the tweeting. I don't know. Diamond, you know, mm-hmm. knows. Uh, and she's just like, I'm going to sue anyone that's saying that, like, um, you know, you, how dare you say what happened to my sister? Like, they won't, she won't admit that her sister died of COVID. Yeah. Or, like I said, who knows? She could have died of something else. I have no idea. But. Uh, yeah. It's like, I'm looking at their their Twitter feed right now. And it's just a long list of, like, the worst people in the world mourning her. You've got um, Pam Bondi, the Ooh. former attorney general of uh, Florida. Lauren Wilbert said something nice, and she posted a weird picture mm. of her wearing that hideous dress that's supposed to be like. She, yeah. Remember, Lauren Boebert posted a picture of her wearing what was. Oh to be yeah, I see that version of AOC's dress. Yeah, so like a little, little dumpy toad. And it's just I, like. All these people are terrible, just terrible, like, terrible. Did she people. pose the same, or did she Photoshop herself from that photo? There's a photo of her with the with the, uh, diamond and silk and some, I don't know, some black dude in the background. I don't know who this yeah. guy is. Looks like the last tweet they posted before she died was uh, a tweet about nine about January six being an inside job. Like, yeah. like, what am I, I supposed mean, to like? How I mean, I. I get the the humanity of this. I mean, it sucks, but like I said, it's just yeah. I can think of a. I got other things to mourn, I suppose. There's, yeah, I just think it's. I, you know, I'm just curious where, uh, what will Silk do? Uh, you right. know, what, what's next? You know, I'm yeah. assuming she'll probably not do anything right away. Mm-hmm. Would, you know, <laughs> but some point the act's gotta continue. Yeah, right. The grift must go on. The grift, yeah. Someone even said, like, let me see if I can find uh, like any of the real quick. We, you know, we haven't even discussed what we're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. But let's see. I love their the diamond silk. I love the top banner of the two of them, mm-hmm. and they have the diamond and like I guess silk ribbon wrapped around it. Oh yeah, it's just so fucking funny. It's good. Oh my god, I mean it. The, on January 8th, the world lost a true angel and warrior patriot for freedom. Mm-hmm. Warrior patriots. What's funny about these people is that, like, it's so paper thin because they weren't even Republicans. That it's just, they, they're just people who had no integrity and said, yeah. our act isn't working as Democrats. Let's go and uh, let's do this. And of course, yeah. they blow up real quick. Real quick, too, before we move on. Yeah, yeah. Here's this other group. Uh, and they said that they laughed about it. Uh, these comedians called Frangela, Frangela, and okay. these two black women that have been kind of doing like a similar act for years, not like where they're kissing like a right wing assholes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like Diamond Silkworth. Just kind of like the similar act of like two women talking. One of them's kind of more like does the one does more of the talking, the other one's it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And they used to be on like a lot of those like VH1 like talking head shows. I don't know if you oh yeah, yeah. Show. This actually this oh, is really about yeah. crazy. And right. Frangella uh, were these two women that, and they're politically active on the left. Uh, they do like they've been on like Air America stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And they even said like they're like fuck. They stole. They said Diamond Silk literally ripped them off. Mm. Like, which you know, hey, you know what? If I was Frangella right now, I'd say the opportunity. Opportunities open, right? We're live. 
<laughs> there you go. And yeah. if they had no core values at all, there's a hole that needs to be filled. Yeah. It's squeeze silk out, you know. This is an opportunity. Yeah. Gotta is a okay. What it's, uh, it's like that old Chinese expression with every crisis, crisis there's an opportunity. They call is it that crisis. really an, uh, an old Christ Chinese opportunity? Is the Chinese word for it? It's... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just explained like every everything that has to do with like war and tragedy. <laughs> Christ opportunity, like anytime there's a disaster, there's like ten people like rubbing their hands. exactly yeah like, a different the- parts of the world like oh yeah secu- we're gonna need hey i own a security company that's right. crazy i have several uh, pallets of bottled water I have some- <laughs> yeah exactly like wait i own uh i own the oil refinery or whatever well, i like- own the patent to that drug <laughs> <laughs> exactly right <laughs> I don't think that's a real Chinese word. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of people mistakenly get that as a tattoo. They think it means peace or something. But it's just... <laughs> yes. I the wrong letter. <laughs> oh, All right. So tonight we're going to talk about a um, couple pieces of uh, pop culture. We both saw the movie uh, The Menu. Awesome. Which was great. And then um, we're talking about the last episode, and I guess as a result, the season of season one of Willow. And then we're going to talk about the new Congress uh, and the the attack on gas stoves, which has just oh, been man. roiling the country. How um, dare, you know what, they'll take my gas stove with my cold, dead, bare hands. Boy. We had just, just recently successfully defended Christmas from yet another assault. Uh, and here we are hey, now, back in, the, yep, back in the trenches. Um, Put Mr. Potato Head's dick back on. We're going to talk about that uh, Brazilian uh, Brazilian uh, dictator. Um, uh, no, he wasn't really a dictator. The the, the extreme right wing uh, politician that fled to Florida while his talking. supporters, yep, are doing a January sixth on um, yeah yeah, and then uh, he ate some KFC and I guess had to go to the hospital. Um, <laughs> Went to Publix and had some potato salad. <laughs> And then ended up going to the hospital. We'll talk about that. That one's great. Look, he got those heat lamps. Guy lives in the hospital. The man got COVID like twenty times. Literally, the man of a thousand deaths. The guy is he is invulnerable, but he's incredibly vulnerable and invulnerable. Yes, he's like Mister Glass from. He gets inflicted a lot, but he (laughs) survives. Um, uh, Then we're going to talk about uh, George Santos. If that's his name, yeah. If that's his name, uh, and then we're going to wrap it up by talking about how um, we've uh, we've already seen some new some candidates declaring for the next round of elections, uh, and that'll be um, and that'll be something that'll be interesting. Well, how about this before we get into all these things, yeah. Let's talk about one other thing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. We're gonna. So last week we talked about a movie called um, Misplaced Rules. Yes. It's an Andrew Callahan movie from HBO that was put up H24 and HBO Max. He was mm-hmm. famous for No Gas, No Breaks, that should have became Channel 5. Um, some stuff came out about him. Yes. 
And I don't think we're going to be seeing any new material from him anytime soon. Probably not for a while. Yeah. Well, let's just say this. I'm not going to go into the details of it. Um, A woman came out and supposedly a couple of women. I know at least one other one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess the guy, um, let's just say the best word to describe him is a sex pest, I guess. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just amazing. Like watching my Twitter feed. Uh, one week of people like, oh yeah, defending him and saying like how great what he does and his like you know people like him attacking CNN, not attacking but just calling out like CNN or whatever and um, just like not really question like unquestionably defending that movie, which right. I had some issues with it. I'd rather talk about that because you had a little epiphany in that. Yeah, yeah. I well you... before before all I'm saying is so I watched my Twitter feed where this guy was like fucking golden god of mm-hmm. like I don't know. I wouldn't even like I don't know if I could sit him a fucking leftist. I don't know what area he is. He leftist, was he was also. I would say people on the right would call him a leftist, but I think people on the I don't know. It's, it's, I don't, yeah, I, whatever. He gets he's accepted as like leftists and whatever uh and then like this comes out and he has dropped like a fucking yes they call it getting loured yeah he got the he got the lowers matt i would say what matt loud is way oh yeah much much yeah yeah. i mean as far as i know i only know so much about with this girl and anything else that came out as far as i know Whatever. I'm not going to go into the detail of it, but he, let's just say if his career has been a, uh, a rising roller coaster, mm-hmm. the drop is literally 90 degrees. Oh, yeah. Gradual yeah. descension. <laughs> yeah. It's a thrill. I don't, it's, I don't think we'll be getting a second documentary anytime soon. I have no idea. He's, yeah, I don't think he's said it. He hasn't come out and said anything. I don't think there's been any like press release on his part. It's almost like he just he just yeah. I don't, um, think, he, I don't think he has a Twitter account. That's a good question. I don't think he has one. I think he's kind of like stays yeah. out of the whole social media thing. And like we talk, he has one. It's probably just like a fucking legal, like a sock account or whatever. Like just a, we, yeah. We talked about him last week, and you you had pointed me towards a Twitter thread earlier in the day, and then you were saying that the guy was basically both sidesing the issue, and I was a lot more sympathetic to him at the time. I was I like, mean, well... Yeah, I don't think it's, like, extreme, like, where he was leveling the two and saying, like, well, left is just as bad, or people who support Biden are just as bad as people support Trump. I don't think it's, like, that extreme at all. It's just, I think, from a... Um, people who are going to watch that or people who maybe watch him, I don't know how politically active a lot of these people are. I think a lot of people just watch it because it's like, look, it's the Joker gang guy. It, yeah. you know, it's like, you know, it's just stupid. It's like watching a bunch of stupid people say really dumb shit in front of the camera. And I don't think people leave like his videos or movies and then join like an activist group or anything. I don't think they're like, you know, you watch like a Michael Moore documentary, there's a clear agenda. And, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and you 
you might, you know what, well, I'm going to look into some groups and maybe join them. You know what I mean? It inspires you to do something politically right. active. And that's kind of what I think of any of those. But this is like, I don't know. He just, uh, he did these things in the movie. I don't like where it just felt like the person that if a, your average everyday person who's not really political, whatever, yeah, politically savvy, and just go, well, both sides are crazy, you know? Yeah. Like, it, it like you need think- to like just say straight up the January 6 people, the people that are into that were completely mind fucked by uh, evil people. And when you just when you try to do a weird balance by showing like the outraged Biden lady, it's yeah. not it it, it kind of just sends a message of like both sideism in a bit. You cannot deny that that's not there's no reason to have that lady in the movie. There's yeah. none. I mean, like I get it. Yeah, of course, there's passionate people who are not as well spoken as. Uh, your average media person or your average like I know that like I'm not I even think I'm not you know what I mean but like yeah. I think I, your average viewer will look at that and go they're all crazy now what well, are you gonna say yeah that was I mean, that was kind of the the epiphany I came across later on uh just a few days ago is that like it seems like the this guy Callahan was blaming outrage culture and that's why you saw a bunch of certainly a bunch of buffoons on the right in that documentary but also like some buffoons on the left in that documentary and really that's not that's that is i guess an element of both sidesism but like there were plenty of serious people too you know what i mean like serious People on the left trying to fight this, and people on the right it's that like, were serious and trying to prop it up. He shows eight. Let's say he shows like a nineteen-year-old kid covered in black attending one of those events where he's going to be possibly in a physical confrontation with fucking Proud Boy. Yeah, and he shows isolated clips of them saying something not outrageous or not well rehearsed, kind of stupid or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what, right wingers or whatever average person would just be like that person sounds like an idiot or whatever but there are but things- like the person that person in the black block or whatever the the antifa whatever you want to call them, yeah they stand a better chance of having their fucking heads cracked open and sent to jail by a cop than a proud boy does well and there's some so i imagine that- the stress for them is way higher and there's some things where it's like the appropriate reaction is to be outraged. It seems yeah. like Callahan was like condemning outrage culture that's, in general. That's what I was saying about like looking at you're just there's like a privilege to like uh, or like when some asshole uses the I'm just doing devil's advocate. Right. That's a privilege to play devil's advocate. Yeah. To to look at it from the outside. And like I said, just like both sides are crazy. That's like it's like South Park shit. That's what I would say. Like, yeah. Like yeah. Bullshit, enlightened centrism, bullshit, yeah. and that that is usually from a point of privilege when you can just look on the outside, and then you're just like basically saying that the, the the goons and the goofballs that like are sitting outside saying that Democrats are eating babies, or, right. you know, tr- denying an election, and other groups that are like trying to make it that their kid doesn't get like bullied in school because the school is isolating them from because they want to participate in a sport and they're being outed as trans and all this yeah. stuff. There's a clear difference. Of course, 
like that's why you know anytime i like i would post like some kind of artwork or whatever or like the number one talking point the nra would always do anytime there was a after a mass shooting they would say you're being emotional and it's like what do you yeah we're not fucking snake men like you yeah, We're this human. is the appropriate normal, reaction is to be that's a normal reaction mm. is to be like, yeah, something needs to be done. We don't need fucking assault weapons. And that and that argument they make is you're being too emotional. Like you're a fucking you're a cold hearted piece of shit. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> it is. It's an it's an interesting thing. Um, And I, I know that like my feelings about it change because I, and it's I guess it's hard to put into words, but it just seemed like. I guess it was an element of both sides of him, but like, I think he missed his mark. I don't think the issue was that outrage culture spawned this or made it worse. I think that like outrageous things were happening and a bunch of stuff happened as a result of it. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't outrage culture fueling it. Outrage culture sprang up as a result of it. Another good thing to bring up too is like i saw some interviews of him with uh, on mainstream news and he was being interviewed by an npr this woman from npr and of yeah. course the crowd was like on his side or whatever and she brought up like him interviewing alex jones and oh, said yeah, yeah. about working out with him and stuff like that and he was like well why would i not like i, I want to show this guy who yeah he is. but i feel like what happened what he ends up doing and i don't think this is even his fault this is um, i mean i think it, it's it's his fault in the end and the editors because they shoot a ton of footage and they pick the footage they want to use. Right. Yeah. And they craft a story. This isn't like, I'm just going to post this 30 minute interview unedited. No. It was, yeah. And you'll watch it. No, these are like edited. Like I remember like the right wing, but it was argued that like Michael Moore movies are like, Oh, they're all edited. Well, duh, it's a fucking document. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you guys don't edit your documentaries. Like, That's how movies work. Yeah, it's like how it works. <laughs> it's like a, it, the news doesn't edit their stories. Like I remember, like seeing like uh, what was it? Uh, they there was like a news story, and they it was in my neighborhood, and they there was that scene for like hours, ended up being like a thirty second bit on oh, local geez. news. You know what I mean? Like I think they might have edited it to the point where of the the stuff they wanted. So in the video. In the movie, he's with Alex Jones, and they show him working out with him, and he's getting drunk, whatever, and it's really ridiculous. He looks like an idiot. But I think what that does, though, is it makes Alex Jones look like a silly little clown man. Yeah. As opposed to a dangerous piece of shit who endangered victims of mass shootings their lives while he got rich. Now, yeah. I'm not saying Andrew Callahan is helping and aiding and abating him, but I think he is adding to the making him, let's make Alex Jones into a funny meme. Yeah, sanitize it to some degree. I don't even, like, like uh, to the point where people, yeah, they don't take him seriously, but that doesn't exclude the fact that this is a very dangerous man. Yeah. Who's no, I agree. I agree. And the same thing, like my other big issue was like when he's in interviewing Enrico Tario and he's trying to point out like the hypocrisy, like, oh, he's selling t-shirts both sides. But I must feel like you're again, you're you're trying to point out like, yeah, this guy's an opportunist piece of shit and everything like that. You're downplaying the fact that he is the leader of a far-right fascist right, terrorist, yeah. domestic terrorist group. And yeah, planned 
January 6th, even though he didn't intend because he was arrested for what happened at the church. But right, yeah. Like you're downplaying how dangerous these people are by making them into funny meme men. Or like, yeah, oh, Enrique Tari is a skis bowl who sells like uh, you know, expired diabetic strips yeah, to people yeah. and sells pro Biden shirts because he doesn't care where how he gets his money. And that's I mean, it's good to point that out. Yeah, but oh yeah. You're not yeah. you, you need to point out this guy is incredibly dangerous on like a whole other level. Like that's just all that other information is just like uh what do you call it, gravy or whatever. Yeah. Like icing on a cake. Like, oh okay, yeah, the piece of shit is a bigger piece of shit. I got it. Uh so I could see the criticism that the oh, yeah, sure. was saying. Of course, I could say the crowd was like, yeah, like they're all on his side. I'm sure they're not on his side now. Yeah, right. <laughs> so like like I said, I didn't hate the movie, but it was fine. I like I liked most of it. I thought it was good. I I felt I got I wish you could find the tweet. Someone pointed out he basically this tweet this guy basically said the same exact thing. Callahan comes from middle class family. I don't think he's like comes from like super wealth, but middle class is in the end of the big story. Yeah. It's like still a sign of like privilege. If you're middle class sure. in America, you that means you have you usually have food on your plate. You have a uh, a way to get to school. You Maybe go clothes. on vacation every now and then. Yeah. yeah. You have like probably new technology or close to newest technology. Yep. There is a privilege to that. Uh, you probably have healthcare. That's yep. a privilege. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> America, you probably have dental. That's a privilege. Yeah. Um, and he just said that, like, and I'm not saying I know anything about it. He was just pointing out that that whole like looking in the outside, looking in type thing, where y- you have the privilege of like, like I'm not participating in this. I'm above. Yeah. Like, right. You know, it's a again enlightened centrist bullshit. Like, and I'm not saying that. It doesn't even fucking matter because <laughs> we can just yeah, shit on them. Anymore, now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we can we can crap on him and it's fine. <laughs> well, I, I he'll his personal. I heard stuff his career. Will... His career is doing yeah. that with Diamond. Right. <laughs> well, his his personal stuff will work it out, but it is, it is kind of weird to kind of reappraise that movie. Um, uh, again, I still think it's worth watching. I liked a lot of it. I liked most of it. Um, but there are some unique perspectives in it that may uh, may give away the game to some extent. That maybe he's not, maybe he's not the person you kind of assumed he was, or whatever. So, yeah. like I said, I mean, he I, and your point about outrage culture, real quick before we move yeah. on, that to say like to just blanket outrage, you know. Like, like, and I brought that point. It's like, okay, they show the Biden lady and you make her out to be like a little bit of a over-emotional goon. Right. Well, but like, what is she upset about versus what the fucking weird homeschool family yeah. tells their kid that like lizard people are eating babies? You uh, never know when that stuff's filmed or the context. I mean, like if you, if you told certain people like, hey, they just overthrew Roe versus Wade, even though yeah. they, they wouldn't. How how do you feel about Trump? You know, and like they might they might lose their shit or they might like be exactly. not super articulate. You know, or articulate. it's like it could be anything and you don't know. Yeah. Or they have a kid who is trans and really wants to be on the swim team and can't. You know, I mean, like there's all sorts you never know. So but to yeah, um, to like blanket 
like you know like the idiots that want to uh you know cancel like you know here's a good example in oklahoma they're trying to put it through a thing that forces trans people to transition yeah that's so weird like that's outrageous yeah that's it's appropriate to be outraged over that yeah like trump coming out right out the gate saying all mexicans are rapists and killers or yeah. whatever very it's, it's a good thing to be outraged about that's the right take when there's yeah. a mass shooting you should be outraged like 30 people die the right take is to be outraged by it like because that means you're a normal human yeah like if your take is like not my guns right <laughs> there's something wrong with you yeah like, that's weird so i think that's our biggest issue really in yeah. the day. when you when you say outrage culture it's like it's almost like he's trying to it, it, make it too uh, simplify it, or maybe right. Well, he wants to oversimplify it, and um, and I think that's dangerous. I think the I think that the outrage um, there's some things you should be outraged about. I will, not, him, I will give him this though, and I'm glad that he brought it up, uh, and it should be brought up all the time. Yeah, and I don't think it gets brought up enough. Like when he was being interviewed by uh, that NPR lady, she brought Fox News and yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he called it mainstream news. And he's like, oh, yeah, it is. But I could see why she, this, she, you know, works on PR. She's been doing this right, forever. Right. She's like a legit reporter. Yeah. And she looks at Fox and goes, Fox isn't mainstream because yeah. if I screw up in a story, I have to put out a thing saying like, right, yeah, correction. Yeah. Fox doesn't do that, but I think this is definition problem. Y- yeah, you yeah, have to say oh, Fox is mainstream because it is perceived to be a news network and it is the number one rated news. If network. it's the number one, then yeah, it's, it's got to be mainstream. Most, yeah, it's that's more the mainstream definition. than MSNBC. It's yeah. more mainstream than any network because, like I said, you go anywhere, it's on all the time. All it's the time, on. yeah. And you go to like stores, you go to bars if there's anything. Like they always, for some fucking reason, have Fox on. And yeah, I just think that's something that needs to be communicated more. That, you yeah, know, they I try agree. To play the whole like... We're not mainstream. It's like, dude, you're mainstream as fuck. Tucker Carlson's the most mainstream freaking talk talk show out there. And that's kind of fucked up. Because if you tell everyone it's mainstream and they look at it and they're like, that's weird. That shouldn't be mainstream. Right. (laughs) You know, like then (laughs) maybe that's that should call it into question more. And then maybe they would be criticized more and actually be held to a higher standard. If they actually were perceived as mainstream, whatever. Yeah, I'm not okay. Hold my breath. So what? I'm not going to hold my breath. No, it'll never happen. Um. Uh, so yeah, that was that. Let's talk about another really controversial thing. Yeah. Willow, my God. Oh yeah. So I, when yeah, um, well, when Willow said that thing. <laughs> and you know what? I I loved uh, the whole series. I thought episodes seven and eight were like just amazing. And seven and eight together really could have been like a feature length movie, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, 
I, I you would have obviously shot it a little different if you're trying to like make it a singular thing but if someone wanted to they could probably just watch episodes seven and eight and be okay you'd get a full story you know yeah um, I, I mean you still need the rest of the series but yeah oh yeah yeah but i'm just saying like if you had a person that's like look i'm not i'm not gonna watch the whole show is it worth watching an episode or two to see if i could maybe possibly convince to like it yeah watch seven and eight that's a great two episodes of tv and they tell more or less a complete part of a story, you know. Um, but the cliffhanger it, in the last episode was uh, Lorna Dannon. Lorna yep. Dannon. Yeah. And uh, Kit, right? Is her name Kit? Yes. Yep. They jumped off the waterfall when, and they woke up in the, the that land where the brother was. Uh, yeah. Who is uh, Eric. 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 I A I R K. Yeah. Eric. Uh and uh he he was like uh you know he's been captured there and now he's like transformed his hair was short and he's like yeah now for the crone or whatever. Yeah, he's been seduced by the dark side. Yep, he is now Kylo Eric. Yeah. Well he doesn't even realize he's been seduced. Yeah, he's kind of just like kind of dumb. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he's like a Spicoli character. Um Spicoli. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he showed up with a box of pizza. <laughs> but he's just like, like, what are you doing? He's just doing his thing. You know, he's not, he's not really like as sharp as like uh, Kit, but he's a good guy. But he got seduced by the dark side. He has kind of like teamed up with a crone and um, and he's like, a, he's currently a bad guy when we meet him in this episode. So, and then uh, you know, obviously the other the rest of the group shows up. They they like they got to figure out what they're. It's like it, they assume that if they jump off this thing, they'll get in the other land. It's got to be for right. a good reason. Um, and uh, I don't know. I don't want to like recap the whole thing, but yeah, I don't like, either. There's all battle whenever they do like a whole like where the crone uh, gives like an illusion of like giving her like everyone like kind of like a utopia and yeah. uh its mom's there and everything it kind of reminds me a bit of like the ballroom scene from a labyrinth oh Remember yeah the- i can see that she's yeah like dancing with uh david bowie who yeah uh, the movie was about a man middle-aged man trying to get with a 15 year old right yeah it's with what was that? Uh, was that a, Jennifer Conley? Was the girl? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was. Look, I, I agree. I don't want to recap the whole episode, but I will. I will say this. Um, it was really well done. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Was, payoffs. Yep. You the, see the the battle. Uh, Kit became Iron Maiden or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. She, cool. The uniform worked. Uh, Borman uh offered to make out with anyone around yeah <laughs> it showed he don't care he don't care um uh, it had like liquid, like what they call liquid fluid right <laughs> fluid he doesn't care like the like the whole series really it did a great mix of um of being funny called, uh learn then and a bitch yeah okay yeah. i thought that was weird yeah i saw i saw some people i've I've seen a lot of people on Twitter complaining about the modern dialogue. And I've seen some real life critics complain. Watch Willow? Yeah, I don't understand it. It's movie? like 
it was kind of like that too. I, I look, I get not liking it. If you don't like the way the dialogue is, that's okay. I mean, that's, I guess that's your. No, no, uh, it's not okay. And But no. like, look, this is, it, it makes perfect sense. Like, like these are younger people. It's not like Willow's talking like this. Like, Younger people generally talk differently wow. than older oh, people. Oh, now that's lit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> right, and it's not like that, but like they do th- say things like you know, ski, you're you're being skeevy, or uh, I don't. They they say like kind of more modernized slang. I love it. I think it keeps this, the show real fresh. I think it like definitely frees them up to show these characters' personalities more. I mean, um, it's either that or it's going to just sound like any other, the Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings or anything. Yeah, actually. come on. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Anyone who, you didn't watch the first, I mean, listen, go watch the first movie. It's yeah. consistent with the movie. It is, yeah. it is, could it be maybe a little more than the movie? Possibly, but you can't say it's not if you watch the movie. Like, well, this, it, this show too so features proper. like four very young actors. You know that so they're going to be different than Willow, which focused more so on like middle-aged like people. Seventeen when Willow was made. Yeah, but like Willow's <laughs> not. I mean, Willow is not a the way they. Um, is it supposed to be like a different species? And aren't the the Ulfling, What is what is the name of the? I don't know. Mm. I think just anyway, <laughs> it is great. It's a great show. Um, it definitely ends on a cliffhanger. Well, it has a nice closure, but there is like a cliffhanger. Okay, so there is like the after credit cliffhanger, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Like, so they do they defeat the crone. Spoilers. Yep. Uh Willow, I mean Lord Dana finds out that the magic is winning there. She does not need the stick. Right. The stick gets destroyed and she's able to still do her magic. Yeah. Um, you find out that the real villain is this thing called the worm. Right. Just like some weird. And it, it kind of showed it. I don't know. It was like weird. It was like a, it looked like a pathway, but that might have been like the back of the worm. Yeah, it's hard to say. I thought the same thing, but. Um, well, what's his face gets like, Chrome like does something to him. Uh, or, uh, Graydon. Yeah. Gets, uh, perishes or whatever you might think. Yeah. He gets taken out and sent somewhere. And, uh, they, you know, the Lauren Den defeats the crone. Um, the only thing I didn't like about the episode, you know, you have those like cool like henchmen. Yeah. They kind of just like got they kind of just got like pushed to the side. You really don't know what happened to them. You know, like there wasn't really yeah. like I felt like the the rest of the people kind of fought like no name monster, like no, right. like, just like zombies or whatever the hell they were. And like those, like that cool, like monster dude who yeah, they should have gotten more the of ending. Baca now, um, same actor, big yeah. giant Swedish guy. I think his name is Una Suntamo. He does. He's the modern Chewbacca. Okay. He took over for what's his face, um, Peter Mayhew. Peter Mayhew did a little bit of Chewbacca in Force Awakens, but he was already like too old. So I think it was like the scenes where maybe he was like sitting down or something like that. Right. But. Uh, Junas Suatama, I don't know how I say his name, is the new Chewbacca. And I think he played that big guy that, like, had, like, a fucking, I don't know, he had, like, spikes and shit. Yeah. He was looking. But it was, 
they you're right they didn't really resolve them they were like the the driving force of a lot of the series right. they were kind of like the bad guys that like like thanos is like uh henchmen from infinity yeah the best yeah example. like uh i don't know like it was fine like i said i liked it like this is a big payoff the kit transformation scene's cool when she turns like the armor i liked it in the end when they're like when the, her uh girlfriend J- I guess, yeah jada jada's like kind of like is that ever like gonna come off and yeah like, i don't know i'll try <laughs> like, like she's like i don't know how to get this thing off but, yeah because it's it, like it shoved in her that that freaking key. it did yeah um, um I thought that was a nice touch. I, I will say one thing I always appreciate about certain shows is when all the dialogue, when all the scenes click together. And like the best example of that was Severance. Every single scene in Severance was important. It all fit together perfectly like a puzzle. But there's a lot of things that seemed like they might have been throwaway lines in Willow that really contributed towards like the whole of the series like all that weird little subplot i remember you and i even talked about it i was like i can't figure out what they're doing with Graydon's subplot because they keep hinting that he has a darkness in him but he's a really yeah. nice guy and anyway so that's clearly that they're leading up to where he ends in this and um that that whole thing of the curious and um we saw uh kit really become like a new man martigan she got and her dad through. talks to her and the, yeah. um, i was looking it up too to make sure it is the son who yes. narrated the documentary yeah uh that narrated the documentary also is someone that provides the voice yeah so i'm reading it they said that the reason why he's not in the show was because one his health issues i think I don't know if he's fully recovered, but you know, he doesn't have a voice really anymore. Right. So we're gonna come back. Um, unless I have no idea. I don't know what Who knows, the, yeah. you know. I don't think it'll ever be what it was, even if it did come back, you know, like right in any way. But um they, you know, they filmed this during COVID, you know, there's like COVID restrictions. Yeah, and they didn't want to risk his health and he's battling cancer and stuff. Uh, they didn't want to risk him while you know, that's why he yeah wasn't in the season but the voice was provided by his son who if you saw the val kilmer documentary his son does the narration from yeah. like val kilmer's point of view and his son sounds pretty much like yeah a lot like almost the same voice it's pretty crazy but all the pieces all the pieces really clicked you know and everything got paid off and willow is uh, great too yeah um, you know, I, I first I thought like when he leaves in the beginning, I was like, he's not going to be in this. But then he showed up. I wondered that. I was like, maybe he's not going to be in this. You know, maybe we'll see well, him he in the last to get home scene for his daughter. You know, it's all about like, uh, you know, if you the people like, so like they had a reason to jump down there because somebody in the crew, right? Expected, but like the person Willow, I guess, cares the most about is. Daughter, but I forgot what he said. Why he joined him? I guess you know Lorna means he, a lot of them too. He like, said like my place is by your side, or he said something to that effect. And he he did. Yeah, there's, she she can deal. She has well, there's some cool. There's a cool scene where like Borman Borman said basically like I I finally figured out I'm not the lead character. You yeah. know, he's and he said it kind of like that. You know, like he it wasn't like a meta moment, but. It, it was in some ways uh and he was like 
I'm not the lead character. And like, there were a few scenes towards the end where like Willow's like, well, I'm supposed to be here. And in a very good way, it kind of like all those archetypes of how fantasy movies work. Like that's how the Lord of the yeah, Rings And they work. gave that's him how... like a cool scene where he's the one that breaks the illusion. Yeah. Because there's like a fate, a wedding now with Lorna Dannon and Eric and yep. he shows up and breaks it. And it's like revealed, like, you know, it didn't even make sense. Like some of those people that were there, like it didn't even make sense why they would be there. Right. And, uh, and like they were turned to stone. I like Kit's line when, uh, cause the, <laughs> they started reverting back when she said she was like crusty now. Yeah. <laughs> she is great. She's like, the, the, yeah, that actress is great. Yeah. And all the characters did a really good job. And this is like the writing and the acting and all that kind of stuff. They, they all had like an arc. They all grew. Even Willow. And like, you'd be like, well, how can Willow grow? Because he's like, he's a fully born. Well, he's a fully born character when you meet him. Right. But like, you, you can see Willow. But they established that he he felt like he was never, uh, like he was kind of a fraud. Yeah. Like he only had really that one act that saved the Lorna. And he was kind of riding off of it. And like, his people were like living underground, like yeah. that's and he's supposed to be their leader. So I think like this definitely he grew in the show, and that I think he realized like it's okay to like uh, you know not know your limitations, know somehow. your limitations, and know you know. Uh, I thought that was great. The whole point of that, and like, didn't he? Was he? I'm trying to like. I feel like I watched something else recently. <laughs> Uh, he said something like, uh, the greatest wizards are the ones that make the mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, look, you got to own your mistakes. You got to like all the things that you, you learn do from that. Bad. Yeah. They yeah. make you, they, he said they make you like a, uh, he didn't say crust, a cantankerous old sorcerer or something. Uh, well, he said that the best ones are the ones that made mistakes and stuff. Yeah. So and I think like it's a growing moment in that like he'll be your teacher. She needs a guide. Um, yeah, even he looked like he grew as a wizard too. Like, he did, he got much better, but he also he, like, knew he, his, his limitations, you know, right? Um, um, so I thought that was cool. Like I said, I like the whole thing. I that Eric gets like kind of the crone <laughs> kisses him, but he thinks yeah. he's kissing like the young girl, the young pretty <laughs> woman, versus like what the crone really looked like, which was like the hideous CGI character, right? Yeah, <laughs> um. And he ended up turning evil too for a second. Like, yeah. Like when, um, uh, what's his name? Looks at the painting in Ghostbusters 2 and then quickly right. turns into Vigo for one second. Yeah. He looked at, uh, uh, I think it was the official congressional photo of Paul Gozar. Uh, and then he just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He looked well, at that and got possessed. <laughs> he, uh, yeah. So anyway, it's a great great show um and then the 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 stinger at the very very end was that you see uh on a well, bookshelf oh go ahead good well the real quick is you learn that um well they they defeat the crown whatever they leave unfortunately what's his face uh seems to have perished or whatever but yes i don't know like lauren is like i'll find him another day whatever he right. does tell her earlier that he loves her and he doesn't even it, like it doesn't matter if she responds or not yeah yeah he had to say it and you know he's like i love you you know you don't reciprocate it that's okay you know it's yeah fine. it's fine it's okay it was like that guy at the end of dairy girls 
Wait, 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 I'm trying to remember the guy. Remember the the video, the the one boy admitted his love to Claire, and she. Oh was yeah, like, the main guy, the one yeah. that they always shat on. Yeah, and he and she, she uh, and he's like, you don't have to love me back, and she's like, okay, and then she never did. Then she I never think did. She liked him. She did, but they left it purposefully ambiguous. She she yeah. said it won't work because you're my best friend's brother or cousin yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the the stinger at the end was that you saw a hand put a book back on a bookshelf, and it was the first of three volumes. So we meaning, watched. So that's their way of saying, like, well, hopefully it gets renewed, and yes. that this will be probably just three seasons which i'm fine with i don't think i don't need to have like 30 seasons of willow no now that's not the big stinger though the okay, big the one big is after the, the team walks off after battling and you know you know like they're like well you know yeah. Willow's like oh but we have to fight the worm or whatever you know like right right there is a okay, evil coming or whatever you know it's like talking about possible adventures in the future but the big one is um, Graydon, right? Yep. Wakes up in a field of like dead people, kind of like the uh, Willow's like prophecy from like episode two of the series and whatever. Yeah. Where Willow's like got a beard, he's like a little older, and he's waking up in this like this big battlefield with like dead people, and it was kind of like a prophecy or whatever, like something horrible is going to happen. Um, Graydon seems to be in that similar situation. Like it looks the same, like right. the and everything in the bodies. And he wakes up and he's not really sure what's going on. And you see a Lorna Dannon, but like she's wearing like all black. Yeah. Her hair's a little shorter. And she seems to be, she's telling Graydon to join her. And she seems to be leading like all the monsters. And you see the, yeah. uh, whatever that, it, the two-headed uh, dragon from the first Willow. Mm-hmm. You see that in the background breathing fire, and you see, like, the other henchmen. It's just, like, a horde of evil baddies, you know? And yeah, it was like, a great scene. And she's like, join me. And it's super confusing at first, because you're like, wait, is this, like, the, is this, like, an alternate reality? Is this a, did Graydon wake up in a future? Is this an uh, like you know like I said is this mm-hmm. Lorna Dannon but like from another dimension? Did Lorna Dan turn evil? He woke up in the future, and you what me and you talked about beforehand, and it was saying like it's probably like the crone where it's an illusion. Yeah, I think that uh, the worm or one of the worm's minions um, realized that that is Graydon's weakness or what he desires most is a Lorna Dannon. So they gave him a sexy version of a Laura Dan to look at. And evil sexy Yeah. And they're like, you know, this is this is a Laura, but she's a little dirtier, you know, like two or three R's. Bad bitch, Laura Dan. Right. And so (laughs) it's hard to say because like they've done they did a really interesting job. They did a really interesting job of making Graydon. He's been possessed. It was weird when she looked at the camera and said, I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that (laughs) way. We've seen we've seen him possessed. We know he has a capacity for like evil. And they showed that he could, he has potential to be a powerful wizard too. Yep. He's very he can be very powerful. He's untrained, but it's there. Yeah. So that too. It's hard to say, like, if I know if if we get a season two, knock on wood, 
then he i'll bet you he starts out as a very bad guy and that's one of the things is like can they save him can he redeem himself yeah. or uh which is a good good story you know i mean yeah. it's uh so it'll be good i'm, I'm super looking forward to a and season then, like, two Lauren Danny was like i don't want to get married to you eric or whatever yeah that's what kind of broke it too like well she said she even said like look the old you would be disgusted by the new you and so yeah. she she had like a, a recognition that this isn't i'll bet you if eric turns his life around next season she might be down to hang out with eric but um that was another big moment in see in episode seven is that that willow was like what do you even like what do you like about eric it's like crush thing yeah so um and then lana dannon is uh from the end of the season versus the first the beginning of the season is like a full-on transformation i mean yeah it would make much more i mean i i like I'm getting way out ahead of myself, but it would make much more sense if a Laura Dannon didn't really need or have a, a hookup. You know, that's like, what I, I I just look at it that way. It's like Jedi shit or something like that. Like it would yeah. just be like she's supposed to serve this, like be the protector yeah. or whatever, and like you know, can't. And I mean, I don't know where that leaves all the other characters, but you know, it could leave them anywhere. So. Yeah, it's it's a good. It's I I so hope they get a season two and three. I really do. I think it was great. I liked it a lot. Um, I like that they, I like the whole ending with the book. Like somebody, because you know the whole show and everything. It's like you're looking through the pages of yeah. a book. Yeah, and I like, I like the music in the end. I always like when they do that. I don't care. Me too. Like, oh, it's a rock song. What's what song did they use in this? One? Money for nothing by the yeah. Straits. Yeah, it was. Yeah, great. I thought that was interesting. Uh. And uh, I do like the whole reveal of like, I'm like looking, I'm like, oh, it says volume two and volume three. Yeah. They better, better fucking have it on. I mean, if this was Netflix, uh, the show would have canceled already, like before they even. uh, You would have gotten a Twitter alert saying they canceled it halfway through episode eight. You you would (laughs) have. Well, first of all, Twitter would have dumped it all at once. Not Twitter, Netflix would have dumped it all at once. So yeah. that everyone would have forgotten it a week later after it got dropped. And then people would be like, what happened to that show? And a month later, Netflix would be like, eh, it was canceled. If it were HBO Max, they would have removed the first seven episodes as the eight, eighth episode aired. It would have... have they been doing it? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. They replaced um, it with My Thousand Pound Willow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Olfling swap. Crone swap, crone swap. What? Crone swap. Crone swap. swap. Yeah, just like that lady from remember that wife swap from years ago. Yeah, he's like he's not a Christian. <laughs> swap. Yeah, this is a shitty reality show. Yeah, it'd be something oh, like that. God. Well, anyway, we watched. Uh, we we watched a second um, thing. You you told me I needed to watch the menu. Menu was awesome. The menu is like what Glass Onion wanted to be. I I saw like it's weird. I they had a lot of similarities. It I mean, it's like, different. It's not the same at all. But it's yeah. similar. In like you know, affluent characters, and they're all kind of shitty and everything. I liked them both a lot. I I think like I just look the I happened to catch Glass Onion. On a good night, my daughter was over to a friend's house. My wife and I watched it. 
it was a relaxing it was like the perfect chill night that we don't get too often so that movie really did it for me and i liked the menu quite a bit but i watched that alone um toilet (laughs) at a hardy's um i watched it alone and it was intense and i didn't i don't know what i expected but like it was very unsettling and it was dark and it was a great movie but i didn't enjoy it like i enjoyed glass onion i i i had a i was sad when glass onion was over i was like oh man i wish this could have gone on because i'm having a good time and when the menu was over i'm like dear god i am you want to uh, eat s'mores though? Oh yeah, it was. It was. Such, I was trying to talk. And then the chocolate's melting on that woman's head. I was like, "Oh my god, this is brutal." I was. Te- I was talking to someone, and and they were like, they they were confused. They they said it in a way that I, I'm, the way I'm going to repeat it here makes it sound like they didn't get it, but they did. But it, and and I had the same wondering. I was like, "This is." It starts out as a very realistic movie, and then it slips into unrealistic but then it almost again slips into like farcical or something you know what i mean like it begins you don't really know what the hell's going on it starts with like a bunch of different people going on a boat yep they're all time talk some of them are talking about their lives a bit get the idea like okay these people with money or whatever people like one of them john leguizam is an actor there's this woman that food critic girlfriend or like i think he was it's like an up-and-coming actress, and I think yeah. he's not fair with her. Like, I think it wasn't, I think he had a wife or something like that. Uh, there's these three guys. They clearly they're talking about like company they work for, whatever. There's yep. a food critic, that lady. She was from Ozark. She got her head blown off in the end of this. Oh, yeah. She was that lawyer. Uh, and I guess the guy, her man, like whoever runs the magazine or whatever. Uh, yep. there's like an older couple with the Angela. Yeah. Boss. Yeah. Uh and she's been in tons of other shit. She's been a lot of like Ryan Murphy stuff over the years. Um, and then you see, I'm trying to think if there was like anyone else, but um you see uh this this guy. Uh let me just pull up the yeah, yeah. And let me pull that up on IMDb. So I, I hate like guessing. I, I don't I'm bad when it comes to like character names and well, it starts. It starts the the basic premise and the the way it starts as you're pulling that up. Well, um, Nicholas Holt plays a guy named Tyler, and Anna Anya Taylor Joy plays a woman named Margaret Margot, whatever. Yeah. And they're on a boat, and he's talking it up, and he's just like a big foodie nerd or whatever. And they go to the restaurant. They go to this place. It's like clearly like an exclusive. Like clearly, this is going to cost time money. Yeah. Clearly, you have to put in a reservation probably like two years in advance. Right. You're going to have like this amazing experience with this world-renowned chef played by Ralph Fiennes. Yep. And the right from the beginning, we're going to spoil this, right from the beginning, you're told uh, you meet uh, Elsa. Yeah. Played by Hong Chao, who is a bad guy in uh, the new Watchmen series. She was like the 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 illegitimate daughter of uh, oh okay his face Jeremy Irons character yeah um, Ozymandias yeah yeah she was like the bad guy in that movie uh she's like the nature d or whatever and yeah. they're like she's not supposed to be here 
we had a different you this is not the person that was supposed to be here it was supposed to be someone else and then yeah. going on about like everything's like tailored to like people's like everything we know it we look up everybody in advance and it's kind of weird you're like what that's a little crazy like yeah and they're making this big deal like she's not supposed to be here like this is supposed to be these specific people I mean, and there's some ominous music and angles and see i mean like they're building the tension there so like you see like it's like this open kitchen well like tons of people working for him sous chefs and everything and then the main chef ralph finds and you see like his mother's there and it's really yeah. like, on a little table and she's just getting wasted yeah and you basically find out that like everyone's gonna die what yeah. was the, okay so the first thing was i forgot the first thing they ate and then the second thing was the bread, but there was no bread. Yep. Like, they get no bread. The first thing was a biome, like a salad type of deal, yeah. like with salt water and ice yeah. and whatever. And then there was the bread with no bread. And it was just like condiments. And Anya Taylor Joy's like refusing to eat it. She's like, this is stupid. I'm like, I'm not yeah. Eating. And uh, of course, that gets the chef to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know? Right. And he knows right from the get-go. Then they're like, okay, so then there's like another meal, the chicken leg or whatever. He's talking about yeah. his father beating his mother or whatever, and his mother stabbing him or whatever. And everyone gets like a, a quarter chicken leg, a, a chicken yep. thigh or whatever, and there's a scissor in it. Yeah, and that's the first time things get like overtly weird. Yeah, like you're like, wait, this is strange. What's going on here? And then the next is like, the sous chef comes out and literally blows his brains out. Yeah, the fourth course is when thing everything goes to hell. It's called the the I forget the sous chef's name. It's like Ivan or something. And the 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 dish I think it's called Ivan's mess. And yeah, uh, the mess. Yeah, and he and they, yeah go ahead. He shoots himself in the head, and it's like the the chef says like this guy wants. It was twofold. First, he's like, this guy wants to be great, but he's not great. He's just very good. And then he says, the, the thing that pushes him over the edge is the chef says, like, do you want my life? No, he's like, do you like your life? And the, the sous chef is like, I hate my life. And then the chef is like, you you want my skills. You want what I can do. But do you want my life? And the guy's like, no, I don't want you. I don't want it. And then he, he blows his brains out. And the other weird thing, okay, so when you, in the beginning of the movie too, when like they're getting on the island, the maitre d' lady tells them basically like they all live there, they yep. all work. And now uh, they, my favorite is when the guy's like, do you guys get burnt out or whatever? And she says something about like, we don't burn the food or whatever. <laughs> but like, yeah. there's all these like weird things. Like they show like the one room with all the cots everyone lives in. Yeah. They basically live in this island. It's like they have no life. It's like they literally live to do this. And yeah. there's uh so it's like weird cult aspect to it. And then like, yeah, the chef basically says everyone's gonna die tonight. Like, I don't think anyone like, especially after the guy blows his head off. Um, well, the other big thing that happens after that is that some guy tries to leave. Yep. The um the the older guy tries to leave and oh, they yeah. cut his they cut his finger off. They cut a finger off, yeah. Yeah, and it's um, it's like super intense, and then you find out too that that old guy knows who. Oh, Where that was the other thing too. 
the other get weird giveaway was chicken thighs was it was basically like you were everyone was gonna make their own tacos or something with the yeah. chicken and everyone got tortillas oh right yeah and all the, everyone's tortillas were there was like burnt images burnt into the tortillas so like the three guys it was like built like whatever information that would incriminate them for doing yeah because they were they were stealing the older guy uh who was with his wife it showed him well one i guess she's been there like three times but he's really been there 11 times yeah which and they show and it's with like another woman uh the john laguziama i think it's his movie yeah that is hysterical later on ralph fine's talking about like how he barely gets any time off. He got a Sunday off the first time in like forever. And how important yeah. is how important his time off is, how little time he gets off. And he sees that movie that he yeah. was Sunshine something. Yeah. And how terrible it was. And that's the only reason why John Laguzzi was there and gonna get killed. Yeah. Is because he took that one day off that he probably gets every couple of months. Oh wait, remember the shitty movie? I was cracking up. I love too when they showed the meals, and in the corner there would be the explanation. And like yeah. the last one, they even like wrote like the dead guy. Like yeah, like it was. It was it. It was. It's hard to explain, but like it went beyond the normal. Like, well, real people wouldn't act that way because, like, by the end, all these people are like willingly accepting that they're getting killed well, they're, they're all like cowards and shit none of them are gonna the joke is that none of them are gonna risk their lives to fight off these people but they're gonna die yeah it's well, like he he blames them all in various ways for like making him hate like what he does yeah like, and for like like that tyler guy he's like you that tyler guy knew all about food and he had a special oh that system. scene is great well first of all he, you basically find that they go he asked Margot to go to his office, the chef. Yeah. And he basically realizes, like, okay, they don't outright say she's a prostitute, but it's clear. She's an escort. Yeah. Yeah, escort. Yeah. They say that she's in the service industry. He's right. Like, I know when there's someone. It's all about like class and stuff like there's that. There's a lot of class, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And saying, like, you know, clearly this guy um uh, came from humble beginnings and like you know, it's like to make more money and be more successful, you have to make these weirder meals and stuff that regular people don't eat to fill these rich people's palates. You know, yeah. it's all this like deconstructed bullshit and everything. I love, again, I'm not recapping this movie, I'm just going to tell it out of order because I'm talking about what I like. I yeah. love the end of the movie. This is how Anya Tella Joy is the only survivor of right. this. Because one, it's like, and I, he gives. He basically says you're gonna die, but I think he gives her like little ways out. Like she well, he, fights. What? Yeah. He well, he does it in two two ways. First, he says, "Do you want to die with us?" The, yeah, kitchen. the staff. You're gonna be staff. yeah the staff, or do you want to die with the the people the people out there? So he has her go do like a task of getting something, but then it's like, which takes her to a room where there's a boat. She could call the radio. Yeah. Uh, and she sees the photo of him cooking a hamburger or whatever. Yeah. The young guy, like clearly like a teenager. All happy. Yeah. Yeah. He's, all, he's never been happier. And uh, she fights that Major D lady and like kills, kills her. her. Yeah. Um, but 
in the end of the movie, the best part is when she like challenges and says, uh, "What she she said? I forgot. It was like in the end. She was like basically like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't like the meal.' Yeah, she's basically. like, I didn't, this none of this was good. She he was like, why didn't you eat? You didn't eat all night. She's like, this all looks terrible. You know." Well, and yeah, and all obviously she's like, I don't want to get killed. <laughs> well, and, and she then she's like, like, You didn't cook with love. And he's like, We cook everything with love. And she's like, No, you cook with obsession, not love. Yeah. And then he asks, like, he asked something, he asked something, and then she's like, I'd like a cheeseburger. I want, and, yeah, a real one, not some yeah. constructed, constructed bullshit. bullshit. Uh, she said, She challenges basically saying, I bet you can't even make one. I can't, yeah, I bet you can't even make a basic cheeseburger. Right, and then um, cheeseburger is probably gonna be really good. But he, it's funny because like this, this scene was like so perfect. He, she, she's like with American, like she's goading him. She's like with American cheese. You know, I like will this say this. Press- again, I watched the movie and yeah. was the most unrealistic part of that movie. Yeah, I could believe they would have to chuck me. I would believe that. Right, <laughs> basic American cheese, uh, maybe. The bun. Yeah, I just thought that, that same fucking thing. sesame seed bun is. <laughs> we had a hard time believing that he yeah. had that fucking bun because well, bread goes bad real quick. It's not yeah. like you know, like even American cheese, you could have in the fucking sure. for like a month or two. It's fine. Yeah, but like that bun has like a shelf life of a week, and yeah, <laughs> unless the waiters or you know the staff or whatever is eating fucking cheeseburgers whatever but he was I, like <laughs> she's like with american, part of the movie it's crap she's like with american cheese and he like you you expect him to be revolted by the the thought of american cheese but he's like american cheese is the perfect cheese for a cheeseburger yeah and then he they show him cooking the burger and the music changes yeah he's and, all he's smiling Yep. He's had his passion to make this cheeseburger. He she challenged him to make it like I bet you can't make a good one. Yeah. Or but just for a moment, like he knows it's too late. He's like, look, I'm too far gone. Yeah, this um, is this is all, all die. You're all gonna die. Like yeah, it doesn't but, matter. But he has that bittersweet moment of this is what it was like. I remember I remember being happy and cooking just for the, the sake of cooking. And um, uh also, like the best is, and she takes a bite, and she's like, "You know, my eyes are a little too big for my stomach. <laughs> Can I take it to go?" Yeah, and he lets her go. Yeah, she takes the because there's a big joke is that she calls, like, now they're on an island, right? So like, cops gonna show up on a boat or whatever, yeah, yeah. and the that scene's hysterical. The cop shows up, he, and he's actually a, a worker well, there. Yeah, but like, it's yeah. great because there's like a whole setup. And he sees John Leguizamo, and this is after you know he hates that movie. And the cops like, "Oh, my wife love that movie." Like <laughs> it just makes it even funnier. Yeah. And then like he pulls out the gun, but it's a light. He lights a candle, and he's one of the staff. But the yeah. boat is still there, so yeah. that was her way of getting off. Um, the scene with Tyler. There's a scene where, so you basically find out that Tyler was the only one that knew. Tyler knew that he was going to. Yeah. Die. Every like he's bizarre. The guy, there's definitely something off about this guy. Right. Yeah. And I guess he's been writing to him. And he bit, you know, Ralph Fiennes must have knew the guy was just an obsessed lunatic and that yeah. would, and that would never like tell the cops or anything. And 
he told him the rules though that you couldn't come alone you know right and I guess at the time maybe he had a girlfriend or whatever but he hired Margot, so he's basically killed this woman he brings this oh yeah lady who he was paying to be there and escort knowing she would her, die sensing her to death and i guess ralph fines was like you know whatever code he has he's like well you weren't supposed to be here so he gave her those way outs you know, yeah he's like you could go she had to like kind of work you know be clever about it but there's this great scene in like before one of the meals where he brings tyler up he gives him uh like a chef's outfit because tyler's a yeah yeah you know he seems to know everything you know he knows all the techniques and then they show him cooking and he can't it's so funny it's like watching it i'm like i imagine he's probably a little nervous too sure (laughs) but you know there's something to be said about like the obsessed fan who knows yeah all the things but it doesn't mean they could do anything it doesn't right. mean they could make the movie or make the the comic or make the record yeah. they're just you know they're just obsessed nerds about it and uh that scene when he's like cutting up everything and bring the butter and he doesn't even cook the lamb it's like so gross and then he eats it and what do you say he's like disgusting and then he whispers in tyler's ear and fucking guy hangs himself yeah he whispered and he would oh the chef would often whisper and you you didn't get to hear what the chef would say but then the person would kill themselves um he basically so tyler goes and kills himself but you know that guy's a piece of shit i mean he yeah. basically sentenced Margot to her death knowing full he was the one who knew full well what was yes. gonna happen that night so it was weird there he's like we go ahead what well, it was weird. Like most of the movie really was about class, you know, like there was a definite theme, but there was also like a, an equally dominant theme about like, I guess like creativity or art or something where like, like that chef got consumed by his art or his, whatever it was he was doing, you know, like yeah. you even saw him like in his little cabin he had like a model of the restaurant in he his work was in his home too you yeah know, he that's never... right because she walks in my room and it's basically the same exact room yeah empty you know yeah. i was like wait where did everyone go and then i realized no that's his he can never leave it he lives he lives at 247 you know yeah he's like constantly like practicing and uh rehearsing yeah rehearsing it. so I think there was like a big theme about like, and it's not just like creativity or art. It's like people who, who have a passion for something. I mean, it could be like, hell, it could be football or um, teaching or, or being a traffic cop, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's like, if you throw your whole life into something with passion, then it, it eats you up, you know? Yeah. So it was, it was really like- great. The critic, when he says to her, like, you know, because on the back of her tortillas was like, yeah, the restaurants that she basically was responsible Shut for. Shut down, yeah. Down. Yeah. Um, I love, like I said, the ending, which is a dessert where everyone's turned into a Samoan. Yeah. And I like, what did he say? It's the, it is uh, the creation, the idea of it is repulsive or whatever. Yeah. Work, it's marshmallow, chocolate, a graham cracker. It's like an insult or something. Yeah, he said it's like the the like most foul thing in the world, yet we associate it with innocence or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was pretty brutal when the chocolate's melting on the woman's head. It's kind of like uh the people melting in Indiana Jones and yeah, 
had a little bit of that. She's, uh, you know, she's on the boat and you see the explosion in the background. I mean, it was incinerated, like yeah. fire set up. And uh, yeah, she sits there eating a cheeseburger. I will say, though, I don't know if I like that cheeseburger. I was looking at it. And I said, I'm like, I think two patties is too much. It would look like a lot like, of cheese. I don't mind two patties when it's like, like a Big Mac is a good example. Yeah. Like, well, those type of burgers, like, like a smaller, not a quarter pounder. Yeah. Whatever they're called. Like that works. I don't mind that. But when it's like big ass burgers. Yeah. Two of them. That's a lot. A little too much. So well, I would say that chef. It failed. It was it was really good. Um it was it geez, I guess it was like a horror movie more than anything. Kind of thriller. Uh, yeah. I don't know how to describe it. I wouldn't put it, I don't know if I'd put it in the horror section. Uh, yeah. You know, that was the thing too. And I were like, she even said like something about uh like oh great, are gonna be cannibals or something. Yeah. You know, you know, that's what we're gonna yeah. find out. Like and it could it could have been in that direction. You could have the same exact yeah. movie where Margot's the outsider, and you find out she's like with a bunch of ghouls that eat people. Yeah, and like she's the non-ghoul. And honestly, that's what plays I, out the same way. But when I first heard about the movie, I thought that's what it was about. I thought it was a, bit, a group in a way of they are people. ghouls. All the people yeah. there are somewhat ghoulish um, in what they do and what they are. Um, I do like the three guys though. There's a funny part where one of them, yeah. Cake and the other guy's yeah. like, you know, when we came up with this idea hours ago, it was a yeah. lot funnier. And this was because the cake was like, they already know they're gonna die, right? So that I I thought that was hysterical. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really funny. It's like, yeah, I was like, you know, it was a lot funnier earlier. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I would definitely say like, I knew nothing about it going in. I knew there was something up about it, but like, yeah, really, I made sure. Not to look up, I just heard about it and I was like, okay, it's yeah, I, great cast. And I assumed it was about a well, a group of wealthy people that would eat people. Do you remember that movie that sh- movie years ago where um oh, fuck, what's it called? It's like these like kind of liberal people, they yeah, killing like yeah. wacko conservatives and they have dinner and they're yeah. like, burying them in the and the, they would basically have a dinner and invite like an anti-abortion nut. Right. And then they'd kill, yeah. Like a wacko. And then they would kill them. God, and what was the name of that? The body in the garden. And it was going like, was it the dinner guest or whatever? Something like that. Um, uh, it started, what's his face? Who's a Hellboy? Who played Hellboy? Oh, Ron Perlman. Yeah. Let's see if I can find the movie. And he ends up, Ron Perlman plays like a Rush Limbaugh type. The uh, Last Supper. Was it the Last Supper? Yeah, yeah. Twenty. He kind of like outwits them in the end, and you know, because he was the he he you know because they were like killing like idiots and fanatics and whatever you know like the the willing participants of January Six. Yeah, actually, you know, to Rod Perlman who orchestrated it. That was a remake. That it was, was a remake. Re- it was like, yeah. Movies from like ninety six. It's old. It's old. Ninety five. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Ron per- was Ron Perlman. Maybe maybe. Yeah, I'm, he is. Yeah, I'm, plays, I'm looking Ron at Ron Perlman wrong. plays the Rush Limbaugh character. Yeah, it was not a remake. I'm thinking if there was another movie with similar plot, but anyway, that yeah, it, it did. It did have some vibes of that. I don't know. I 
This is the same guy that did Succession on Showtime. Oh, it, oh, uh, Shankman, right? Is that his name? Yeah. Oh. And um, so he's done a couple I of things. See, I can see there's similar characters that vibes of like. Yeah. Have you watched Succession at all? No, no, I, uh, I haven't. You gotta watch that. That's a great show. What's his face? It's such a piece of shit. Uh, Macaulay Kieran Culkin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all three of those guys. The three guys at the table were basically the brothers in succession okay yeah all three of them like that's a good example of like those type of characters so that makes sense that's a good show he's basically like a weird like fox like rupert murdoch type family oh yeah it's about yeah i mean fucking what's it cox i think his name is um basically plays um rupert murdoch yeah he gets sick in the first episode and he might die. So it's all about like who's going to take over, you know, and that's why it's called Succession. But it's such a good show. Um, yeah. I'm sure it'll descend into as the seasons go on, it'll just get dumber though. That usually yeah. happens on <laughs> shows. They just get like a little too cartoonish, you know what I mean? They, yeah, yeah. It's like what was good about it in the first one or two, three seasons start to get like a little. Yeah, they go to the well too often. Yeah, it gets a little too ridiculous. Um, another thing, uh, before we move on, I have a recommendation. Yeah. I just watched this show. Speaking of, like, again, classism, mm-hmm. all that. Uh, I feel like there's been a lot of content coming from South Korea. Or, well, a lot of content. I could take yeah. it to uh, <laughs> Parasite. Yep. Squid Games. Yep. There's another show that just aired on Netflix called The Glory. And it's a South Korean show. Mm. I started, I watched it. It's going to be two parts. So like the second part, it's going to premiere in March. Okay. It's about a girl who's like bullied. And I, I can't even like explain it. It's brutal. Huh. Shit. She gets bullied by these rich kids in the, in the school. Yeah. And it's awful. Like it is unbelievably awful. What happens to this girl? So it's basically, she's older now. She's been plotting her revenge. Nice. And going after these people, like the main girl is like this really rich bitch. Like she's fucking evil. It is a little corny and like some of the soap opera, but if like if you like Squid Games, yeah, like this movie that we just want the menu or any of that type of stuff, or if you like the movie Parasite, yeah, I recommend you watch The Glory on Netflix. Oh, all right, I'll check that out. Yeah, I think it's worth, yeah. It's eight episodes. Like I said, the second seat, there's going to be a part two. But that's coming out in March, which was good because I was like, we're fucking Squid Games. I don't think we're even getting a season till till like next yeah. year. And uh, so I was like, oh no. But then it it was found out it'll be. Uh, so I recommend right. you watch that. Cool. I think you'll, uh, if you like those things, you'll like that. Yeah. It, sound, uh, it sounds like it'd be good. So yeah. I mean, Definitely watch the menu if you have. I mean, we spoiled a lot of it. Uh, but it's the, the yeah the oh, movie. Yeah. We didn't it, warn you. It is an open book. I mean, like part the movie is kind of watching it unfold. Yeah, That's the, but you, you, going in blind makes the movie so yeah. satisfying. So yeah, yeah. All right. Maybe next time we talk about movie, we just put a disclaimer first, saying like, right. Well, we did say we're going to spoil it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right speaking of spoiling yeah uh, uh that new congress 
Yeah, it's kind of a shit show. Um, I know that they had a tough time electing. Oh uh, God, that's right. Last week we were talking about. We didn't even know who the uh, no. was. It wasn't until like Friday at midnight did they yeah. finally cave. It was and, real exciting. Uh, like, dude, the guy lost. It it just shows you like the different. Like, even though we already know that's how the Congress works, but if mm-hmm. you look at it from the outside, let's say you know, like an Andrew Callen. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that from the outside of just like, wait, this guy, King Jeffries, keeps winning. He's got 212. Why is he not the speaker? Yeah. Now? The other guy doesn't even have two more. He barely had, he had 12 votes less than him. And that's because it's about plurality, I guess. It has to be like. You have to get a certain margin of votes. Well, it has um, to be, you know, I guess, yeah, it has to be, I guess you have to have above half of Congress. So it's 218. Yeah is half i guess and you have to have above that or i don't know is it or is it 217 i guess it's 217 could be I, I don't yeah you need to have above one i guess to be a speaker of house and uh man they weren't budging until the end and then i it was great there's like this one there was like a fight that almost broke out mm-hmm. this fucking uh two pay from, from alabama alabama uh, which I would have loved to see him connect. Oh yeah, Chris to Matt Gates. I think that would have been very satisfying. Matt Gates mm-hmm. is the literal definition of smug. Like, yeah. Oh there, god, yeah. If there is not like someone that you wished was at the diner, I mean, at the restaurant in the menu. Yeah. Like even the chef would be like, you know what? I'm not even gonna feed you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're too gross. Um. There, there was a scene in the end where, like, some guy, I don't know what it is, some congressman, like, just comes and whispers to him, basically, like, yeah, um, like, okay, this game ends now, or this charade, or whatever. It like, was a, or, it was, was it could be like, hey, you know what, dude, we've been protecting your ass. Do you want to keep being, because, you know, yeah, at Gates, and, you know, if you listen to this podcast or pay attention to anything in the news, he's had some issues over the years when yeah. it comes to fact that he likes to sex traffic minors uh my like young women um right you know this uh, venmo count history of weird uh transactions his those photos of him going to girls volleyball is real like when that came out and all those photos of him like you know he doesn't have any kids or anything in the oh yes nestor oh yeah nestor his uh groomer is grooming (laughs) well (laughs) It was weird. I could see a lot of Republicans who don't like Kevin McCarthy kind of thinking like, look, he'll eventually be speaker, but it'll be funny to watch him fail six or seven times. It was 50, it took him 15 times. Right. That's what I think. That's what I think people were guys whispering. Showing up with like champagne bottles in the end, like as if like, dude, these guys have no dignity. They, well, they don't care. They don't care. They're, or integrity is the word, right? They no, the first, fuck. the first thing they did was try, got the Congressional Ethics Office. They are... They just try to launched, abolish the IRS, which is hysterical. Launching all these investigations. Um, There's going to be so many idiots now that watch like Fox News and stuff like that that are going to hear that like the IRS was bit disbanded yeah. by Republicans and they're not going to do their taxes this year. I would love, I bet you there's going to be so many idiots that are going to like not do their taxes because they're going to think the IRS doesn't. It exist. is a weird dynamic. Like the Republicans are like, 
pushing forward this this like playbook that says you know what the best thing to do would be to like not contribute to society and demand safe spaces in schools i mean it's like a real bizarre really? like they the first day before anyone was even put in to the speaker house they removed the uh metal detectors yeah yeah and then kept mccarthy like announced something like announced like they're opening congress for the people or something it's yeah. like a pre it was definitely pre-January 6th. It might even be like a pre-9-11 thing. I don't know. But like, yeah, it's really just bizarre, like really weird platitudes and bullshit. You know, it's going to be a lot of bullshit. That's all it's going to be for the well, next year. Yeah. I mean, like if, if they remain in power. The, because, the, go ahead. What? The, well, the thing about Congress is they have elections every two years. Like it just seems like such a massive clown show that the that they're basically ensuring that the Democrats pick up the House next The cycle. Democrats have to put money in, more money yeah. into defeating Boebert. Like yep. Whoever it is, get them up. Yeah. Rich again. Get him again. He's proven to be competent. Get him in there. He literally lost by just 500 votes. Give the man fucking $10 million. That's a or someone right else. There. I mean, there's there's probably a, a four, second. You have four seats in New York that could be taken back yep. with the right. Just put money in those. Don't waste your time in Florida. Don't waste yeah. your time in like the any of the Ohio, Ohio. Florida. Don't, write them all. Whatever money you were going to give to Marjorie Taylor Greene's opponent, give it to yeah. Adam Frisch. Yeah. So, like Bobert should be considered a very vulnerable candidate at this there's, point. Yeah, there's a bunch. If you're of not. The media should be treating her like a like a dead man walking for the next two years. Yeah. Well, of course, she's acting like she won by like a million votes because. Yeah, they can't help themselves. These are, not, these are fucking uh, they don't play by the same fucking rules. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next couple of years. I mean. They, they look, the, the congressional Republicans can do a lot of damage. You know, I'm not like. But but I think their effectiveness will be diminished by the fact that they can't get their shit together, you know. So we'll we'll see. I don't know. I think they vote as a block regardless. I think the thing with Kevin McCarthy, you know, after watching that, I was like, this whole thing's a show. Because then even that, I was like, I realized that I'm like, oh shit, because I saw the people like finally being seated at like 2 a.m. I'm yeah. like, these fucking people were not seated because you have to pick a house speaker first. The house speaker is the one that seats them. So like Rashida Tlaib is here tweet, it's like 2 a.m. on Friday. She's like, finally, I got seated. I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. Like, it's just you're sitting there all fucking week watching this clown show. And well, and then like uh, the best was there's like Ron, this guy, I don't know, some creep who was just like, he gets up to vote and he's like, Kevin. And then he looks at the camera and he's like, yeah a lot of well, some of them some of them are just like low like if to get elected in congress in a place like you know south dakota or whatever it's not terribly complicated you know they're electing people that aren't like super these are not intelligent people yeah so they don't don't have to be they don't have to be. No. They just have to be rubber stamps for whatever corp- powerful interest and just repeat whatever right-wing talking point. That's well, on. I saw before we started talking tonight, I was on the Washington Post website, and one of the things they're starting to talk about is, is 
making developing criminal penalties for women who want uh the morning after pill yep i saw that so i mean like well, go for it that worked out real well for you last time yeah you guys can't They're help all yourself. unpopular positions again the only thing yeah. republicans have the house because of the fucking census yeah that's it yeah. It's the only reason they well, didn't win by the landslide i mean i still can't i mean i guess ken mccarthy's such an arrogant idiot that he really believed that he was that the Republicans were win fifty seats or something. I think so. That's I why think. he didn't think that that he would be a shoo in. Yeah, I thought he figured in his head he had plenty of wiggle room, and it didn't work out that way. And so then he had to make deals with a bunch of lunatics, and now he's he's like the king of a, I don't know, an unstable Holy court. Shit. I mean, yeah, it's just uh it's just gonna be a joke it just cheapens government i mean like yeah. i was like the irs they're gonna abolish irs get the fuck out of here and, well, like, and then they lie they're like that's i saw like a little like what? that's right we're gonna fire those eighty-seven thousand employees like first of all all that is a lie there's yeah. not eighty-seven thousand irs agents were not hired there this was budgeted out you have people who are retiring this yeah. is about replacing people and well, filling in positions that were never filled. There are no they good lie. with nuance. That's what they do. Yeah, there's no nuance to anything. It's like the uh, the new thing is uh, there's the Biden, um, I guess some, well, Trump, the FBI came to Trump because he refused to give back the documents. Yep. that has been gone for two years. They asked him multiple times. He refused to. I guess they find, I guess they got him, right? They took him. They, they, as far as we know. They got but, as many as they could. Yeah, at a mar at a fucking Mar-a-Lago, a place that is literally a hotel, an overblown hotel. And Biden, I guess, had some papers, and this was years ago, right? Yeah. And of course, it is not the same thing at all. This is like not even the same, but the right wing is gonna like with no nuance whatsoever is going. It's an easy. It's the headline of the Washington Post opinion section tomorrow morning is going to be George Will's comment or Mark Thiessen's comment column about how if it was a big deal for trump it's a big deal for biden yeah even though that's right i saw matt yeah. walsh say a clip of that it was the same exact thing he's like oh, i don't care about any of this stuff but you know i'm just playing by the rules yeah. of the left the left determined that this is a bad thing so that means biden should have the fbi i don't make the rules here you guys do. yeah you know, it's, it's just it's just cheap. It's the you know, it's the whole cheapening, and you know, it's like when you talk to these idiots, and like they you talk about like January six, and they bring up like burning cities during Black Lives yeah. Matter or something, and it's like that's not what happened, but okay. never happened. Yeah, it, it it's it doesn't matter what happens. Not the new one. Uh, figure we'll just talk about it. The new hysteria is um gas stoves. Yeah, big deal. Yeah. So I guess. Is it the Biden administration or whatever? I don't even know like where this is coming from. It's about like, just updating and making sure things start to code. They've done studies, and I guess people that don't have properly ventilated kitchens or right ventilated houses or whatever, which is I'm sure a lot of Americans. Yeah, uh, they've done a study, and I guess people who have gas stoves have a higher chance of their children having developing asthma, which is yeah. not a fun thing to have. So there, you know, it's kind of like saying, like, hey, maybe you shouldn't have this. Either like build the house to code or replace the gas stove 
Well, from what I understand, it was just a report. And the Biden administration was like, yeah, we're not we're not going to move on this. I mean, we got the recommendation that maybe in future instances or when you're rehabbing old homes, you should incentivize people to put in electric ranges, but we're not going to act on it. And the the Republicans are like dancing around saying, like, we're saving your stoves. No one's going to have to take away your stove. And my no one's no going one after any stuff. My stove, my cold dead hands. Yeah, it's just and it's amazing how they turn us into outrage. Even that idiot, uh, Joe Walsh, is that his name? You yeah, know, he's that pro-Trump guy who like yep. turned against Trump, and you know, it's like bait. Like some liberals, like, like yeah, oh, yay, like who cares? Like he's just. And he he put out a stupid tweet like this is what I my comments about like the left it's these type of things and then like who's yeah, no saying one... this why is it the left it's a literal like report of statistics saying like hey if you just saying this is not good for children yeah yeah I don't know I mean like I, if we get a lot of this if the Republicans spend a lot of their time fighting imaginary things that that could be positive you know i don't know i mean i'd rather they weren't in power yeah oh god yeah yeah (laughs) vine should be float but vine should be having his departments run reports like you know we're worth considering funding the monster under your bed you know and then have the the republicans like why these monsters don't (laughs) need funding under your bed these the Democrats are trying to fund the monster under your bed. Like are trying to people... fund vampires and werewolves. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> yeah. to... not the Chupacabra. What's that other one? It's like a recent uh, oh. Duke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell me that we're going to go by the Duke initiative. Duke. By the Duke initiative? I don't think so. A known gay icon. Is 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 being funded? By... I never saw that movie, but I've heard like, why does it have anything to do with LGBT? That I have no idea, but it it, it is. That's like a real phenomenon. The the <laughs> gay community, Babadook I guess, is... adopted the Babadook. Is a... <laughs> okay, cool. I guess good good mm. for Babadook. I guess. Yeah. Uh, have you seen that movie? Love is love. <laughs> have you? This is completely up to, off topic, but have you seen that movie Skinamarink? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. It's a, it's supposed to be a horrifying new horror movie. Um, I'm being serious. It's a, yeah, it's called Skinamarink. It's by an unknown filmmaker. And the basic premise is the kid wakes up and he's alone in this house and he notices that the windows start disappearing and the doors start disappearing and the toys start acting weird. It's really horrifying I, i've seen clips on on youtube and tiktok it's out yet or it's will be out. just came out yeah it's called skinamarink i think i think i remember that there was a movie in the 60s called skidoo oh so, no this this know. is a modern horror movie it's real experimental it's like but anyway All right, I'll so look into that speaking um, of skinamarink <laughs> yeah so i don't know it's it's a it's a shit show and then um uh the insult of like i'm sorry but the insult of kevin mccarthy get having like that should be brought to the end of time. Like I'm sorry, but if yeah. I was a Democrat, the media would be all over that. They would like if Nancy Pelosi or whoever lost even once. Yeah, they would be like, she needs to go. She needs to. She's resign. not effective. She's not. She's a leader. not effective. She's she's, yeah. the, she's not uniting the party. And then like, 
it's like what a fucking clown show like 15 fucking times a whole week was wasted on that yeah and i said like that's a preview of the next two years so who cares yeah. it's not like they had any intention of doing anything and i know you probably want to talk about something else real quick but i do have one thing to bring up yeah, yeah. that's really funny is that there's like a um a project on the on the right right now uh at least when it comes to like marge tail green they're definitely trying to smooth her image and oh for her, sure well like one of the things that made her come off sane even though kevin i don't kevin mccarthy's not sane uh, yeah. is that she didn't give kevin mccarthy a hard time she right. fully backed him from the start so well and they like, good what they've even made her look better she is wearing she used yeah. to look like no a, lie I, like she just strolled out of a village inn on a sunday at 1 p.m did like those weird ass fucking pull-ups that she does those and like she just fucks some strange dude at the gym. yeah looked like a gloppy mess you know but now she looks like they made her, her hair straight yep they straightened her hair like, cleaner like more like simpler clothes that are like more streamlined yeah yep. i saw that interview of her on fox and she's trying to like deny now that she ever was in QAnon or or like oh she, yeah you know, she, i read some crazy stuff i'm not in that I, it you was know. really effective though because they're basically like remember when you said that jewish well, space remember that lasers, stuff you said a day ago remember yeah well she's like she's like <laughs> well, like a lot of people I I got she said like a lot of people I got sucked into the internet that was never my core issue that was blah, blah. and she and she like pivoted and I was like this is she was really good at that like she's still a garbage pail of a person oh like but, I said she's way more effective than Lauren Bobert oh, that's yeah. why I said Lauren Bobert's crap like Lauren Bobert has no talent no ability that's why I said like if I had to pick a conversation with someone it would be yeah. more, if i if someone had a gun to my hand and said you got to talk to these two people if someone had a yeah a gun i think i could actually have a conversation with march taylor green and not and bobert it would just be like dead. if i were trapped in an elevator with marjorie taylor green and lauren bobert and i had a gun with two bullets i would shoot myself twice i would shoot myself yeah. <laughs> I'll just, I don't know. yeah not yeah, gonna I'm risk it i do my both sides of my head yeah. one in one ear went out the other yeah so i don't yeah i don't know <laughs> just, i don't know i i do agree though you had one. said that previously that marjorie taylor green was kind of the more dangerous uh I just said she's um, definitely better at yes. it. I was like, they're both dangerous idiots, but like she, I just think she's believes in the shit more. I think she's more uh, savvier. I think and she's just a failed actress. Like, yeah, I think I think someone got a hold of of Marjorie Taylor Greene and said, "Hey, look, if you give us a couple days and you do what we tell you and you wear what we tell, then you're gonna you will reap." many benefits you'll be and, the next liz shaney yeah and and marjorie taylor green is like i'm in just tell me what to do and i'll do it yeah she and, wants to she wants to get back on there and get those positions yeah. she doesn't then, want she wants to and the thing is the joke is she's still gonna do all the insane shit yeah yeah she just want, it'll just be a little smoother it was funny it's like she's on fox and i was looking at it, i'm like man they did something to her she looks like 
She looks she's much better. Scary. She's talking better. And yep. I'm like, it's like the episode when Kyle doesn't invite Cartman to Casa yeah. yeah. And Cartman shows up <laughs> yeah. at Kyle's house. All debonair. And he's wearing, no, he's just wearing like a nice sweater. And he expects Kyle to like, like, look at me. I'm I'm better now. And Kyle's yeah. You're just wearing a sweater. Like, you're still a piece of shit. You're not going to the party. Like, I'm not going yeah. to invite you to the party because you're wearing this. And that's pretty much what Marjorie Taylor Green is. Yeah. I she was like, you know. Literally the same. She's going to be the same right-wing demagogue, yeah. anti-trans, anti-LGB, anti-Ukraine, anti, like, all these, like, positions. Like She that, just won't have a chew-in while she's being interviewed. What? You know? She just won't have a chew in while she's being interviewed. She have a little spit up next to her. Like, I honestly think that you could convince fucking Lauren Boebert to be a Democrat. I really don't think that she has any. Like, I mean, she might be a, a true right wing chud. I don't know. But I really truly believe Marjorie Green is 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I think, like, I think that if the same person who went to Marjorie Taylor Green went to Lauren Boebert, Lauren Boebert would be like, oh, okay. But then she would like lose interest like an hour into it. And one would, minute into yeah, it. like she, she wouldn't <laughs> do what they know. say. And I had to go two books and shoot myself twice. Just <laughs> <laughs> in case I missed the first time. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't think Boebert could do it. I think she'd be like, you know, my constituents like skin tight Wranglers and scuffed Reeboks, and so that's what I'm going to give them, you know. Skin <laughs> tight Wranglers and scuffed skin Reeboks for everyone. Yeah. American like, flags for everyone else. Right. Yeah, I just, I was laughing. I was like watching this thing, and I'm like this PR stunt with Marty Taylor Green on Fox, and I'm just like, man, they are just moving yeah. their out a little bit. They're just like, hey, come here a second. Let's just. Okay, let's at least make you look a little less deranged. Right. Give me give let's, me a chamois. Give me a chamois and some kerosene. I'm gonna take crazy. Some of this it's crazy. It's like they off. made her eyes a little less closer to each other. Yeah. They were able to like, okay, let's just get those a little further apart from each other. Yeah, it was. So uh, probably an optical illusion, like a very s- small series of mirrors glued to her eyelids. <laughs> like it's like those, uh, you ever seen like those weird statues where like you walk by it it's like yes. it's not and it looks like yeah it's yeah but it's just it's made in a way that like it's angled like yeah the back is those are cool. that's kind of like her head i'll bet yeah it's right. like uh you know you know my son talked about this because remember time we see like owen wilson he has that crazy nose yes yeah and he basically looks like it's like his face just looks different right every angle because of that nose yeah, that is true. That is like, true. there's no, it's like I can't define it. I don't know, like, what that shape is. I've yeah. always watched those any movie with him in it. I'm always just like looking at it. I'm like, I don't know what's going on with this thing. Like, do you do you remember that Saturday Night Live skit where they someone portrayed him and they basically had like a penis where his nose should be? It was like, no, a, no. <laughs> yeah, remember that. It was. It was. Um, who was that? Someone played uh owen wilson owen owen wilson gosh I mean, it's owen right before. owen wilson snl 
penis nose since I'm Googling here. Yeah, good luck with whoever shows up now. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay, when I did, here's the tweet. When I did SNL and played Owen Wilson with a nose that looked like a dick. <laughs> who is this? Um, let's see, who was it? Uh, was it Edward Norton? I think it was David Spade. No, here I'm. I'm texting it to you. Uh, it was. I think it was David Spade. Because Edward and, Norton played Owen Wilson in one thing one time. He was going, "Oh wow." Yeah, I remember that. Uh, oh God, yeah, that must be David Spade. Ew, does <laughs> look like a dick. <laughs> He's got a fucking bell end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> But people talked about it for like weeks after. It like it, that's not even a good photo of it. It like <laughs> looks like disgusting. Looks like a dick resting on a nose. <laughs> that's amazing. I love that. It's like they got away with that. Yeah. I mean it looked more if you ever if I'm sure the clips on YouTube or something. Oh, but God, it, that's so funny. It was more obvious in other in other angles. Um, anyway, I, mean, I guess like, the, uh, the only thing I know of David Spade now is because if you watch like Hulu, they show like the same like two commercials all the time, and yeah, for like the if you just pay for the regular, you get the commercials. Right, right. One fun commercial that's aired all the time with him. I don't know what it's even for, but it's like this brother. It's this guy who wanted to buy a gift, and you think it's a girlfriend, but you find out it's a sister. And David Spade's in the commercial. Oh, yeah. and it's it's. It's just like so repetitive and it's so annoying. And I, that's all I know of him now is that fucking that's commercial. Fun. Well, and I guess we've, thing. That's we've reached the logical <laughs> conclusion of our discussion of the new Congress. We're talking that is pretty much, yeah, a, a nose that looks like a penis is a good example of the Republican Congress. Yeah. Well, that, I guess they're, the all next, chode. they're all chodes. The next thing was um, that Bra Brazilian. Um, What's this guy's name? Uh, Lulu Bolsonaro. Is, Lula, yeah, Lula, Bolsonaro. Former president lost to Lula. He tried doing like uh, the joke is that Lula was, you know, that when Bolsonaro came to power, he arrested Lula. Lula was yeah. in jail, right? Which is crazy. And uh, I guess they had no right to keep him, or he got out and he ran for president. One Bolsonaro yep. tried pulling like some gen, not like the same stop the steal kind of shit. Didn't work. Yeah. Uh, Lula was inaugurated on January 1st, I guess. And Bolsonaro, I, I talked about this on the podcast, went, was in the fact that he wasn't going to be at the inauguration. Yep. He went to Florida, I guess, Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. And felt like the past week, weird images of him, like uh, there was a photo of him going around, of him eating uh, alone at a KFC eating. Yeah. Which is weird. And then, like, other video, uh, videos coming around of him, like, walking around a Publix in uh, Florida. Yep. And it was very strange. And then all of a sudden, this, sun this past Sunday, uh, there was, like, a January, January 6th type thing that happened yeah. in Brazil at their state capital. Yep. There was all these people. And uh, it's kind of funny when you, put, you start putting it together and you realize, okay, he's in Florida. Florida has no, been known for protecting like uh south american fascists before yeah uh, the other thing is um uh, publics 
is owned by, uh, well, one of the family owners or whatever. I don't know if it's private or public company, uh, publics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> supposedly one of the members like paid for a lot of the buses for January 6th. Yes. So yeah. Kind of funny that Bolsonaro would be, you know. So the theory, so there was a big like thing where people were destroying shit. It was like and, a January 6th. Yeah. Yeah. It was basically January 6th. And uh, it was pretty crazy to watch. It was just getting really bad and escalating. Uh, supposedly, some of the cops were like totally cool with it, kind of like there were there was no yep. fact of little cops on January sixth that were just letting people in. Yeah. Um, the but the difference between this this uh, January eighth, which is when it happened, right? No. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, January eighth. Yeah. Um, versus January sixth is, is that. When they did it, Lula was president already for a week. Right. And Trump was still president when January 6th yeah. happened. Yeah. So whoever came up with this idea was an idiot. Right. Lula <laughs> had basically the military come in and it, pretty much everyone, everyone was arrested. Yeah. Immediately. Like he put out a thing basically saying this. I think even like the cops or whatever that were helping. Uh, and basically, it's like, yeah, dude, this guy's like the president. Like, and that's why right. I was like, January 6th only happened because Trump was in power. He was still in power. He controlled the levers of the government. He controlled the levers of power. He controlled the National Guard. That's why they were saying, like, oh, there was a lot of push for, like, statehood for D.C. Because if there was true statehood for D.C., then the governor or whoever would be considered for D.C. could call in the National Guard or whatever right. it is and could have ended it hours earlier, January 6th. Yeah, because it's not. It's like the states, the, the president has control of it. So that's why it got to do what it what it was going to do. Um, so I don't know what's going to happen to the people who uh, tried pulling a coup in in Brazil, but they pretty much. It seems like everyone was like arrested. Yeah, uh, I think it's gonna. You're gonna see a huge difference between. Yeah, I uh, do too. <laughs> well, you know where you have people. In, so basically. I don't you know, think you're going to get 30 of, days and write an essay. Yeah, you get like a lot of the scrubs, some of them, some of the worst ones are facing more jail time. The, on average, most of these people are just getting like a month. That guy, that one piece of shit, the one who had his de- his feet up on Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. What happened to that guy? I saw his case was up recently. Do you he, know what he got anything? I saw McFarland's his name, Scott McFarland. Yeah. Was um, um, posting about it. How, what did he get? Um, uh, oh, one day. Oh, his feet. His uh, his feet. His trial just started yesterday. Um, that guy just seems like a total piece of shit. Yeah, Richard Bigo Barnett. Um, a lot of these. It's weird. Like a lot of these people. Some of them had like normal lives or whatever. But like a lot of them are like dead enders. They have like criminal records. They have like I don't know. A lot of them are just like kind of garbage. Yeah. people anyway i mean but so everyone was like well what's going on here like lula's and i mean uh bolsonaro's and florida's is happening yeah and they're like clearly he made sure those videos of him eating at kfc walking around public got out so he could make some lame attempt like hey i had nothing to do with this i'm here fucking around yeah and supposedly the joke is he's been hospital because he supposedly got food poisoning or whatever right yeah um, I don't know, is it Joaquin Castro or whatever? It was like, yep, guy needs to be kicked out of the country. 
He needs to be yeah. appreciated. And he's still here, right? He never left. I believe he's, I believe last I heard he was, last I heard he was in the U.S. waiting to go to Italy. And then I recently heard that he's supposedly going back to Brazil for some, I don't know. I, the, the, he should be forced to go back to Brazil. Yeah. Well, it's just weird. Like, what is he? What is he here on? Is it is it a legal thing? I mean, is there? I think it was one be a little bitch about the inauguration. Yeah. Two, clearly, he. Oh, yeah, it's probably a legal thing too. I think he is. He, he was incredibly corrupt, so he's definitely going to face something. Well, no, I just mean like, is he here legally to begin with? Like, what was his like when you go into I don't the country know. now? I don't know. Like how he's here. I don't know if he's like sponsored. I have no idea. You yeah, can, you, know, you can come here on vacation. You just need like yeah, but like some point you can't stay. You know, you need like a visa or whatever. Yeah, I don't know what the rules are for former fascist presidents, but uh, you know, it's just odd. And the joke, yeah, it's funny. It's like he's in the hospital again. The man like lives in the hospital. Yeah, uh, he had like COVID like six times or something like that. Like the guy. It's just, it's just pathetic. It's like, what's this guy doing? He's walking around Florida, like uh, someone said he got food poisoning from Florida. <laughs> state. Um, he should be forced to go back and yeah, be forced to face. And uh, some asshole wrote like, I forget what it was. Oh, like January. Oh, like someone says about like you know Trump not getting arrested, not and the the fact that the leaders of January six, none of them are facing any charges. And this one idiot wrote, like, oh, what does that have to do with And I wrote, it has everything to do with this. Yeah. If you're the fucking former, if you're the loser of uh, Brazil, Bolsonaro, and you're planning on a coup, and you see that what that Trump is still flourishing, even right. he's running for president, and that all the, any of the congressional or senator people that were involved are still there, the Supreme yeah. Court, any of these people, the the Charlie Kirk, Ginny Thomas, any of these like leader groups, none of them were arrested. None of them no. are facing criminal charges. So of course, if you're a leader, you know, if you're Bolsonaro and you're backed by the same fucking people, Bannon backs him and all yeah. that. Of course, you're going to be like, I could get away with it. So that's a stupid comment to say that one has oh, nothing yeah. to do with the other. And Bolsonaro and Trump were like, fucking this. They're the same, like, part of the same fashion. Same playbook. Now yeah. Farage, all these other scumbags. It's the same. They're all part of the same team. Like, this is like a weird, like, global fascist takeover. Event. Yeah, it is weird. It's just like a very unsuccessful one. So it'd be great yeah. if, like, Lula and Brazil, like, do what we in the united states wanted to happen to trump and yeah bolsonaro we'll see i bet nothing will happen but i bet he doesn't go back yeah i doubt but i think he too. should be i should i think he he should be forced to leave he, there's no you know once he's out of the hospital yeah he should be, he should be sent back to wherever hmm. that was ridiculous i was watching it i was like you gotta be fun. i'm like is this this is gonna happen everywhere now yeah. Anytime there's like some fascist loser that loses because their ideas suck and they're unpopular and the people hate them. Yeah. Uh they're gonna do this fucking and it's just gonna get worse every time. Yeah. It it, it snowballs. Oh. Yeah. And like it, and it's gonna happen here again at some point. I would think so. I was a little surprised it didn't happen in Arizona with that Carrie Lake stuff. Oh, but... it came close, but I think they're I think the reality was is that, yeah, I don't know, maybe. I think, again, you have a Democratic president 
You That's have, a big, you know, you big Democratic, deal. you know, with the, what is it, Justice Department or whatever. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's, if Trump was president, oh, it'd yeah. be a different story. If I Trump was say- president, Carrie Lake would have declared victory, which she did declare victory. But I bet you there would have been like a January 6th type of thing in in Arizona. And Trump would have sat back and been like, yeah, well, you know, people were speaking out, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they just this is what the people want. They wanted a, a, a washed up TV show host, just like me. Yeah, Who requires wow. a soft lighting every time she. Oh, is she's interviewed. so awful. It's so weird. It really is weird. It's crazy. It's like the lighting's on her, and then when the proper lighting's on her, she looks like the crone from Willow. She does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, all of a sudden, she's just like thousands of cracks on her face <laughs> right <laughs> man why do you have the soft light on when you talk uh, what's the soft filter on why do you demand that well here's speaking of demanding a soft filter um george santos is he does he's like a chameleon i mean he um he's zelig <laughs> yeah, he is zelig uh he he um He's still in office, and uh, I guess the Nassau County, the Nassau County Republican chair said he needs to resign, and he yeah. tweeted today, "I'm not resigning." It's it's really crazy. Like, look, the Republicans have such a thin margin for error that, like, every seat is if if Santos well, resigned, that would become a Democratic seat. Can it? Does it? I don't know how it works in New York. I mean, it would Democrat either be an election, or it would either be an election, or the governor would appoint. I don't know which would it be, but those are the only. I think there might be an appointment, but there'd be like a special election. It'd be held up in like the summer. Well, um, but it would definitely probably go to a Democrat this time because yeah. the Republicans would just be more tainted. Yeah. Like, so definitely go to a Democrat. Yeah, and then you go from like what a. Six seat, but where they have like seven, I think six or seven. Not eight. Wait, let's see if you need 218 and Hakeem Jeffries was getting 212 all the time. That means, yeah, I think they have like a seven seat lead. So, get rid of Santos, that's six, and it just gets smaller and so. And then the Democrats are going to pick up another seat soon, supposedly. So, that's 213, regardless. Without Santos, it's still 213. So that margin gets smaller and smaller. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I this this guy, God, it's really bizarre. And I, I will say, before the election, he was all kind of centrist. Let's work. He was. He was well, uh, he ran, he's Jewish. He's gay. You know, the thing is, too, is my dad told me the opponent, the Democrat the opponent was gay. Yeah. And I think he might also been Jewish, too. So this guy's like claiming that he had family that was killed in the Holocaust. Then the motherfucker, there's photos of him that leaked from the, uh, you know, the votes for Kevin McCarthy, where he's doing the fucking ha- white yeah. power twister. It's like... Well, fuck? he's become real smug and he's palling around with people. It is really bizarre. I mean, this this seems, it seems like a legitimate plant. Like he is, like this is a prank of some sort or something. Um yeah, I, I th- look. I yeah. think every every hour he stays in office makes it easier for him to remain in office. Uh, I don't yeah. know. I mean, hope hopefully the district. I get. I've heard that there's a lot of like federal and state and local investigations. I mean, that could work too. But man, 
what a what a disaster i can't i can't believe the democratic party in that district dropped the ball on this one um and i know it's not like their fault entirely it's it's a bunch of things but like man this guy should have been easy to beat it it does seem like dropping the ball um i think regardless if this guy fin- if if he even runs in two years if he stays he's done no way this guy gets re- i mean who's oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't think he gets reelected. i'm sorry but like there's a reason why like Republicans in New York have to play by a different set of rules from Republicans in Texas. The reason why the Nassau yeah, yeah. Uh, Republican leader comes out and says that is because there's more pressure. Yep. Um, I, and I'm sorry too. I think that there's a higher standard for these politicians. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Clown shit stays New York. in the yeah. fucking South Dakota and the other, the fucking boonie areas and shit like that. New York, I would, I mean, I'm sorry, New York's held to a higher standard. It just for, is. For the most part, and, and this isn't 100% true, if you are the average person in New York, you get your information through a variety of sources. You get it at um, through the internet, you get it through social media, but you also get it maybe like if you're at the park, if you're in a social club, if you have a restaurant or a, a deli you go to often or something, you, you're constantly hearing almost, different perspectives. man in the corner. Well, you're yeah, you're constantly hearing the dog, <laughs> the, the dog, dog that, that tells you kill people. Yeah. yeah, all that's kind of factored in. Some, some the some Sam dog, is, you know, he tells you to kill people, but he's Sparky. also a great source of information. <laughs> Sparky, yeah, he knows Sparky. all the dirt. He um, knows all the dirt. <laughs> the son of Sam dog. He's still alive fifty years later, but. He's, he's kicking, you know? <laughs> well, don't be silly. I mean, I'm sure it's his puppies that have grown to be sure, puppies. It's the great, great, great grandchildren of Son of Sam Dog. But if you live in, like, rural, you know, uh, you know, Whitefish, well, Montana. Well, I'll say is New York can take a regent's exam to pass your class. Well, also, like oh, I said. Those are hard as shit. If, yeah, they are. Uh, if you go... It, it, if you live in a small rural town, you maybe get your information primarily from like your church group period. Or, I mean, like you, you don't get this huge array of perspectives, even if you choose to ignore them, you just, it almost is to the point where you like, don't believe that other perspectives exist. uh, There is a, I'm sorry. There just is a, a, you know, I got hired from outside state companies all the time. And I think part of me just being from New York was like, Oh, this guy's going to work. Yeah. (laughs) I, no offense to everyone else. It's just, yeah. this is just, a, and it may not hold true all the time, but there's just a perception of like, and I'll take it back because I've worked with some really horrible people when I lived in New York, but uh, lazy ass people. But there's just, I think the politicians in New York are just probably held to a higher standard yeah. than the ones that are going to be in South Dakota. Well, I don't think are talking about like, even like if they're smart or not, I'm talking about like, corruption i think there might be a better media in new york I, that's there yeah might, a better I, what happened with andrew como i bet you if he was yeah. like in texas he would still be there oh yeah yeah chip roy chip roy's head is shaped like an actual bullet you know it's like who's that again chip roy um he is i think he's the i forget the district he's in but he's a he's a representative from texas yeah just I mean, crap, crap person. Well, you know, New York has their fucking clowns that that scumbag. What's her face? Stelinek, whatever. Oh Stelinek, yeah, whatever from upstate yeah. New York. I mean, 
there's some real shitty people, but sure. I just think I don't think Santos, even if he lasts the two years, he's done. And well, I think that he'll be primary. He's gonna get primary no matter what. Oh yeah, yeah. He's but I don't think he cares. I think he's he was I there do to believe he'll be gone. I think that you got the chairman of the Republican Party in Nassau County, which is I guess the district he's supposed to be part of, telling yeah. him to fucking resign. I think that's not good sign. No, it's not. I mean, and I think if the Republicans, the way they usually work, that's like, I don't think that guy would just say that on his own without yeah, like approval of other. I think he's, I think in the end of the day, the Republicans have a massive liability with this guy. Oh, yeah. And I mean, they could, you could look at it as the other way. The media will constantly be focusing on Santos while the rest of them do all kinds yeah, of true. ridiculous shit. So Santos could serve a purpose, but I just think at some point uh, that's only going to last to a point. I mean, yeah, there's like, and isn't the joke is he's like wanted by Brazil? Yeah, there's like an active criminal warrant against him. And in then Brazil. his sister, some shit with his sister too. It's like I some don't other hear, corruption. I don't hear about that. But um, the uh, the big thing that came out today is that he took a bunch of campaign donations from this non-citizen smuggler, which is apparently illegal. I mean, I, I, that's it. He's just like, I don't know what his end game is because he's really opened himself to a lot of like liability. He would have been, maybe he was trying to like, maybe he didn't think he'd win. Maybe it was like a Trump deal where he thought like he could launder money by running a campaign and he accidentally won i don't know i don't know i don't know I, it, 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 the whole thing is bizarre it, yeah. it's like every day there's something like it was the guy from the republican party say so like he brought up like volleyball like the guy basically claimed yeah. that he was on the volleyball team and then uh it was revealed that like he might not even went to that fucking school he didn't it's even so Farouk or something he didn't even fucking he was not on the team and let me tell you, as the former coaches, uh, winner of the coaches award in ninth grade, volleyball <laughs> team. Yes, I am very offended. Yeah, by what George Santos Santos line hits too close to home. Stolen <laughs> valor, stolen valuable, stolen volleyball, stolen volley, stolen volley. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. I guess that we're kind of this is the the this transitions easily into our final topic which is that um already people have started um <laughs> saying that they're going to run for office in the next cycle which i mean i saw the one in california is there any other big announcements well barbara else? lee also in california said she's going to run for that senate seat too but is there any other stuff or that's the only one we're talking there about? yeah there i have seen um like nobody's like i don't know their name but i've seen a lot of people start saying like you know hey this shithead won i'm gonna vote i'm gonna run next I saw cycle. some guy who's running against josh holly okay uh, oh so, yeah i've seen that yeah. i don't know if he's i'm assuming he's run he's a republican primarying him i don't know i don't know but i, think, I don't know what he is uh i don't care whatever gets rid of that guy josh holly sucks yeah but uh i guess the joke is about the whole california thing so first Katie Porter announced like two days ago, put out an ad and basically said, I'm running for senator in uh, 2024. Yeah. California. 
And the joke is that Feinstein never no. said she was leaving. It's insane that she would run because I think she is. She's like 89. She's not, 90, I thought she was older. Um, she'll be 91, though. Yeah. In that election. Right. And the woman supposedly has um, no wits left. Yeah. Um, and it's like a, uh, what do you call it? Like worst kept secret that the woman is. Um, yeah. I don't know. So Katie Porter announced it. Everyone's like, that's like a brilliant move because you're yep. basically like coming in, you're going to get a ton of money, and it's like a way to scare people. She's great too. I mean, she's a very popular. Now, Barbara Lee's running. I heard she's good too. She's good. And I heard Adam Schiff is wanting to run. Well, I just think it's really funny that they're jumping on this before. <laughs> What's her face even yeah. since Right. It's a nice. It's a nice way to be like, hey, you know what? You got three pretty Solid big Congress yeah. people. Like these aren't scrubs. Like I'm sure no. is high profile. All national figures. Profile, these are high profile Democrats in California, and they're gunning for you. And yeah, yeah that's great. And I heard um, we didn't. I didn't mention this earlier, but the guy who runs the Democratic Party in the state of Florida resigned. I yeah. What's the okay? So what's that mean? Hopefully, anything other than the guy running the Democratic Party in Florida. Why is he terrible? I mean, I, I mean, I'm assuming he's, he's terrible since he. Yeah, he's never this, since Democrats have done very terribly in Florida. They've been decimated. There's like no Democrats anywhere in Florida. Like they they are. Uh, the Republicans have a supermajority in the state Senate. Yep. Uh, they have the governor and all elected they have the offices. Senate seats. Yeah. yeah. Um, and honestly, like a lot of people have said, DeSantis is not this great candidate. They should. No. And none of these are great candidates. He's, fucking, he's a fucking like. It's like they were right was trying to like hype this guy up. Yeah. Terrible. Like I remember watching that debate with Chris, and I'm like. He just looks like a weird, uncomfortable yeah. goon. He was making so, all kinds of bizarre faces and like couldn't I answer questions. I don't know who I would put in in charge of it. Um, I still think Fard is a lost cause. I mean, listen, I think like whatever they do, they got to like just try to get more congressional seats. And yeah, they got to. They got. That's what they got to do. To be try honest, try to get these. try to win some delegates, some they, state. Yeah, that's really the true thing is to chip away at the state house because. Let's say you get a Democratic governor in there, you still gonna have like all these holdovers from DeSantis in there who are just gonna be horrible right wingers that are gonna like they need someone, maybe like a Nikki Freed or you know, someone young and and kind of uh I just think it's crazy that I, I couldn't believe Chris lost by that much. I didn't I, I couldn't believe how how not close that was i mean i'm like, a little skeptical but like i don't know i mean like it is what it is florida's got a lot of shitheads in it you know i yeah. mean they really do a lot more shitheads supposedly moved there over the past two years because they well, acted like it was fucking right-wing shangri-la i will say too that the, the, the republicans have done a really good job in making like casual team politics popular you know what I mean? Like the Democrats, I'm going to butcher the way I say this, but like the Democrats don't come out and say like, hey, you know, it's 
this is a cool thing to be a Democrat, you know, but like the Republicans have really kind of made it like a fun brand in places like Florida. So I don't know. I, I agree. I think that whoever runs the Democratic Party in Florida next needs to start locally. They need to start trying to get people in school boards, city councils, stuff like that. You find good candidates locally, like uh it's it's relatively easy to go into a town and find like an old family name that uh, maybe owns a car dealership or a popular something and you run them as a Democrat and then you get a bunch of them and you see which ones are doing well and then you run those people as like state senators or whatever. It's yeah, going to take I, 20 I, years. It's going to take a long time. That's why I said like, I think at this point though, <sighs> you gotta I mean, do it i mean like i i agree yeah, that's the only, i think make, that's the only way to do it is it's a yeah. long game instead of trying to like do stunts with the you know higher positions unless you have like a really truly good candidate but i think yeah i don't know yeah i think like it's gonna have to be like school boards and shit like that but yeah don't you know, i think the mistake would be to get a big name and run him or her as governor and then forget about everything else. I yeah. would you run you gotta run someone for governor, you run who you're gonna run, but put the money should be going at the bottom. That's why I said it's like the same thing too. How they spend money. It's like instead of like giving a ton of money to like Marjorie Taylor Green's opponent in Georgia, yeah, no. give that money to Adam Frisch to beat Bobert, you know, yeah. give that money yep. to whoever's going against George Santos. Santos or whoever's gonna be in that seat, or yeah. you know. Like right. give that money to the other new people in New York. So I mean, because with I think it was like the four seats. That's like that's almost the it's yeah that's almost the majority right there. Yeah. Honestly. And again, it's like you know we always talk about we're gonna wrap this up in a few, but like yeah, thinking with the Bober election being all by five hundred votes, where's the outrage behind that? Like yeah. you know, stop the steal, man. How did this all of a sudden a uh, a little meal well, showed up with with thousands of votes for Bobert. That's weird. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I I guess I'm glad odd. that that d- Democrats play by the rules with stuff like that. But um, I was real disappointed when that guy conceded right away. I mean, I I, I think he's I, I, probably right. Like, I think I, I think I think he, I think Bobert won by 500 votes. You know, I think I that's think so too. That probably happened, you know. I just think it's um, weird how long it took for them to like. Yeah, come on. That was odd. Like, really, you couldn't count that. Like, why well, did that take a week? Like, this isn't. I thought that was odd. Like, why is this taking a week? Like, I would just shit? make them go through the motions. Like, look, you because you never know. You never know. I, if you told me that Adam Frisch had won by five hundred, I'd find that equally plausible. I would. Yeah, you know, so like congressional seat, it's definitely plausible. Yeah, you know, especially so, when talking about like smaller areas with less population, like yeah. five hundred votes. Is so like, go through the motions. Don't concede. Let them count the count all the votes. You know, I mean. Well, I he know. said that this is what he said. He didn't. He conceded, but he said he's like, listen, I know this is going to go to automatic recount, and it did. He's like, it is more than likely going to be. Yeah. Yeah. He just didn't want people donating money to him anymore. He said, Save "Yeah, that, that's Lord. fair." I mean, I mean, like, like I said, he ran the race. He he earned the right to finish it however he chose. I'm just he saying, came like, closer than I thought. I and for some reason, I always just thought that that area was so deep red 
that yeah. like and it's not i mean i'll say the town i went to though where i saw like a ton of billboards i could see probably most of the votes for her probably came from there because yeah. that area was like well country as fuck <laughs> that area too like and we've talked about this before they it's not as easy to just say they're Republican. They're like, well, I said that it's such it's spread out that that's yeah. it's a huge like portion of Colorado actually. So you just got pockets of different populations, and I'm saying the one that I was in that was probably most of the votes that she got probably came from that one area. Yeah, I could see that. I'm not saying that the whole district is red. It's not because like it's well, just, and it's also not even red. It's like libertarian you know it's like it's a weird some of those people have like pretty liberal views too on some things yeah um, weird yeah like yeah. like bullshit like oh you're gonna take my taxes <laughs> you know, it's like you know yeah. it's like people that watch uh that that uh this place rules and just leaves going both sides are crazy right. <laughs> yeah well the libertarians and in like western colorado are the kind that don't want to pay taxes but do want the federal government to lay like eighteen thousand miles of telewire to their house so they can get internet you know even though it benefits so literally spread conspiracy theories about the government literally no other human on earth is going to use that eighteen thousand miles of wire but like yeah you want the government to pipe it into your home and you get pissed off when they provide a free bus you know in, da- in downtown denver <laughs> I love the uh, the hypocrisy behind the whole thing. Mm, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, people, you know, most people are selfish. Yep. That's fact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just think internet's this magic thing that happens. Yeah. And uh, it it requires, like you just said, eighteen thousand feet of wires. It does. I mean, they all they all like if you live in a very rural area you're you're benefiting you're getting like incredibly subsidized so many people are paying so much money just so you can have you don't even have a sewer system probably yeah you can have a septic tank so i don't know the fact that you have electricity is a miracle right (laughs) yeah i mean they they, yeah you're they're frustrating um I don't know. It, it's frustrating. <laughs> it is funny that you're right. Yeah, that you live in the middle of nowhere. There's like 50 of you that live in the area and you expect to have the same internet as like the yeah. city. Right. Like it takes, you You can lay like a mile of wire in downtown Denver and get internet to like probably 30% of the people in the entire state, you know? <laughs> yeah. Versus... That's like the entire, that's basically like an example of the entire country, pretty much. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's the same, same in Texas. It's like you have like some idiot out in like Wizard Well. Yeah. Something like that. Like, that's a real area. I told you about that. Driving yeah. to town called Wizard Well. Like cold year. Like 40. <laughs> cold urine springs, you know, and like there's. <laughs> And and they're like pissed off that like there's a free shuttle that goes from one end of downtown Dallas to the next, probably runs the state a total of like 40 grand a year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it costs them nothing but like the shit to get them wires. Yeah. Just <laughs> just literally to get you one bar is gonna is gonna take like 
17,000 wooden poles lined down a dirt road and then like yeah, 30,000 bucks. Yeah. That doesn't affect you in any way whatsoever. It's good God. These oh, people well. suck. Well, that's a product of right-wing media. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. It's like... We, which uh, they pipe in through their subsidized Wi-Fi, which they... Right. <laughs> it's like really funny. Someone said that, that, that liberty... I'm sure this is like a common thing you've probably heard before, but someone said that libertarians are like cats. They're yep. like completely dependent upon... They think that they're this independent thing. Yes. They are completely dependent on their own. Yes, the 100% dependent. And if you argue with a libertarian, the joke is, no matter what direction it goes in, it always ends with them talking like, okay, so who's going to decide this? Who's going to do this? Well, you know, we'll have a a group and we'll Mm. vote on a a person and that person will decide. And you're like, yeah, you mean a government? Right. (laughs) It always ends there. They never feel like, ah. Like there's they just all remind me of like a kid who ends every argument with like I didn't ask to be born. You know, it's like (laughs) well, because you tell them like, well, how do you think we pay for I didn't ask for you to pave the roads? How how do you think I didn't ask you to put Wi-Fi in my home? I you know, and then it's like it's all I uh one time we were driving home from like uh let's see we went to new mexico and then we went to lubbock oh yeah and we were driving home from lubbock texas and we got to go through a lot of areas that we never been through in texas like i don't know a year and a half ago yeah and uh a little more than a year and a half ago and it was really funny the uh we were going through the towns and we were just looking at the signs of the populations for each town oh yeah and it was like no joke one of them was called like gurgle something and that had like a thousand people that lived there yeah gargamel like, oh. yeah gargamel <laughs> gargamel <laughs> gargables uh here, here in east was, gargamel yeah there was uh no it was literally called like gurgle something um, yeah and it made me like crack up but there was like all these like little towns and it's like striped in them it was like population of like 3,000, they have yeah. like one Dairy Queen, you know? Right. <laughs> and like maybe a fucking, like, uh, what do they call those things? Uh, Dollar General. And it was like an $8.2 million public's work project back in the 1970s that brought them electricity. Yeah. Know? like it's, yeah. I know, that's like the joke is you give these guys like uh, Wi-Fi or whatever, like you said, and what are they going to do? They're going to stream Fox News, yeah. go on Facebook, and order my pillows. Bullshit conspiracies. <laughs> All the, almost the state budget goes to give them, like you said, one bar. Yeah, I mean, like it would be a fraction of the budget. Like you could probably give a, you could probably provide free public transportation to everyone in the downtown areas of houston dallas and and san antonio and still not even come close to what we pay to get wi-fi out to like the sticks so (laughs) whatever i don't appreciate fucks (laughs) oh god that's Uh, depressing i was like that was really funny that's that's a funny i I think that's it right that's it yeah because we talked up gas stoves with congress Oh man, what you know what is my goddamn right to burn my hands on <laughs> stove, okay? You know what I like? You know what I like? Leaving the house 
and living the fear that I might have let the gas on the gas stove. That's always a good feeling, you know? And I think everyone in America should have that right of like, I like I accidentally leave the gas running yeah. in my house for like. I like months. an ambient mixture of carcinogenics and 80 known heavy metals floating around my kitchen because I'm. <laughs> literally pumping <laughs> volatile natural gas and igniting it to cook my fucking hot dogs like, oh God, it's not like some asshole like everyone knows that the gas cooks the food better i'm like oh dad this is here we go there comes all, right. all the bullshit look your beefaroni is going to taste about the same whether you nuke it <laughs> yeah, <right>. yes <laughs> it's so fucking glad dude like that's our yeah <laughs> Listen, you're putting cheese with fucking Twinkie sandwich is gonna taste the same. <laughs> you imprint piece of shit. <laughs> you make it sound like they're all like tell me, <laughs> tell me that 90% of your diet isn't deep fried, and then we'll talk <laughs> It's gonna warm up the same. Yeah, I live your pot is gonna be congealed. I think from ages zero to about 22, I lived off of like beefaroni and I Taylor's, beefaroni Taylor's hams. Like, yeah, I love beefaroni as a kid. I beefaroni was, was the clear, we've talked about that before, about how superior so. it was to, to uh, Franco American. Uh, Franco American was disgusting. Chef D all the way, beefaroni was the leader of them. I, the other stuff I could do with that. SpaghettiOs, yeah, had that weird metallic tang. Yeah, I did um, not like, never like Franco-American stuff. No, I always thought oh. it tasted weird. I never, yeah, and the the meatballs tasted like uh, fucking like Vienna sausages. Yeah, that plasticity to at them. At least the Chef Bourdie felt somewhat like meat. Like you're eating, oh yeah, actual meat. I think or something. Yeah, the the pasta too was like real firm and good, and the sauce had that weird. It was weird orange, but it was like yeah. good. It was almost yeah, like they, it, they, yeah. I I want to go eat some of that now. Yeah, um, thank, and I only have an electric stove, so <laughs> I guess I will never know what it's like to Get enjoy. Deep, pop that in the air fryer. <laughs> that you know, I don't think that would work. Um, yeah, that should be the end of the menu. Oh yeah, yeah. Why don't you crack open a can of beef brownie? I bet you can't do that. Right, yeah. I'm gonna reignite my joy, my joy for life. <laughs> smiling with a little tear, opening a can yeah. of beef brownie. There we go, full circle. <laughs> but real quick, do you remember that Seinfeld episode when Kramer took a, when he was uh, subbed in for the guy for the horse carriage? Oh yeah, yeah. Giant can of beef brownie. <laughs> That the horse it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Making like the worst parts. <laughs> he was he had the George's future wife's parents on the yeah. something and they're like, oh. <laughs> like, well, oh. I to this day, since I've seen that episode, it makes me crack up every time I see it. That's a good All one. Right. On that note, All right. I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. He's still gone about that. Oh, you're going about what? About that. No, that's right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to You Still Gone On About That. Um, 
please like, comment, share, and if you haven't done already, please follow us on Instagram, YSGO, Facebook, YSGO, and Twitter, YSGO. Thank you, and have a great day.